around the ground. Oh, needing to take that mark is uh, young Mel Freeman. Well, she didn't, and it's all Port Adelaide, Port Melbourne, at ground level. Can't get Port Adelaide out of my head. They were dreadful on Thursday night, just quietly diet. Handball over the top, there's Barton. On now to Dargan, Barton to Dargan. Dargan never got it, she got a rotten bounce. Schneider, handball there to Lily Condon, a young lady on debut. It's picked up there by Maddie Marks, who we saw on debut a couple of weeks ago. She was fantastic. And coming in front there to take an intercept mark for Port Melbourne is Chloe Locke. Under the grey skies here at North Port Oval. Sophie Locke, no mark, but absolutely cannoned into by young Talia Meyer. And Sophie Locke in her last game for Port Melbourne before she heads to the Hawks. Has run herself into a little bit of trouble. Got away from Meyer, then got away from Schneider. And Sophie Locke sends Port Melbourne to centre-half forward. Vale got a little nudge. Umpire says play on. We've got to pile up at centre-half forward for the Borough. And we're going to get a bounce on the forward edge of the centre square. Still no score. We've gone nearly four and a half minutes in the opening quarter here at Northport Oval. And for those that just joined us on wolfradio.com two minutes ago, you've missed nothing. No score either side. We unfortunately had someone just flick Flick the power off on us right on siren time, which wasn't great news. Oof. As uh, the umpire blows the whistle from the distance and says the player was collected too high. And uh, the stream, you might hear our audio at the moment on VFLW.TV. We should have the vision for you very shortly. Again, we apologise. Uh, the setup not exactly that great here at Port Melbourne, unfortunately, for this afternoon. Taken away by Vale. Vale now goes towards the half-back line on the city side of the ground. Got a teammate out there, and that's the 42 and Purcell. Margaret Purcell goes towards the centre wing position. Going to be turned over, Port Melbourne ball momentarily. Yep, the umpire says that will be a free kick going the way of Lisa Davey, who has the football just forward of centre wing. City side of the ground, no score either side. And we've played in the vicinity of five minutes in this first term. It's the Barrow looking for their second win of the season. The Bulldogs will be looking for their first. This time with Barton. Barton goes inside 50, flying kick towards the top of the square. Oh, Sophie. Locke moves around, oh. gets brought to ground, and the umpire says, your max gone. Free kick going the way of the Western Bulldogs. They're going to play advantage. Yeah, Freeman it was who got the kick away towards centre wing position. All Port Melbourne with the numbers, though. Freya Taylor's going to get the handball from Davey, and now off to Chloe Locke, and Port Melbourne can reload. Back inside 50 they go. Sat on the head of Beth Wilson in from the side. Sophie Locke there too. No mark. Swooping on that one was Gemma Webster. And the Bulldogs can perhaps go here on the near wing. Running onto a loose ball will be Marley McLeod. We'll get the kick away. Freya Taylor got there late and buried her. There's a nice take from Sandrell. Sandrell kick inside 50. Lisa Davey back there for Port Melbourne for company. She's going to have Marley McLeod, who backed up with a good tackle. And the umpire said it was a throw. And they're going to get a free kick and the first look at goal here, the Doggies. And the ball will be in the hands of Mel Freeman, who will centre it. And here is Eliza Morrison, who has it 30 out from goal, just away to the right. This has been a good start for the Doggies. Let's get some thoughts on Toby Hansen. It's been a, it's, this was almost a run against the flow of the play. Port Melbourne dominant in this opening sort of four and a half, five minutes. But this last 90 seconds, the Western Bulldogs have moved the ball well down the line. The left foot of Morrison. Oh, helicopters one to the goal line. 
And that's going to bounce away from Mel Freeman and through for the first score of the evening. The Bulldogs one behind Port Melbourne yet to score. We've played nearly seven minutes in the opening quarter here at North Port Oval. On WARFradio.com, your home of women's footy. 89.1 FM at the ground, delay free and over at the bar where they can hear us. Hello, Peter Bromley and on VFLW.TV. Seven minutes gone and we've called all bar 50 seconds off. <laughs> As the kick is long and just being dropped at the crucial moment by the 46 in Kim Base. She goes to ground watching on there, Freya Taylor. Umpire comes in and says the ball's going nowhere. I'll ask for the football back, please. And that's what he'll do is Bays gives it back to the umpire. We'll reset ourselves and away we go again. Brought down the ground. Maybe Bromage got the player in the back. The umpire says holding infringement. Not having the football was the 45 and Talia Meyer. Not to be confused with the Talia Meyer that we yes. caught earlier today <laughs> for, for the Hawks at Box Hill. Great Kicks grab. it long, getting back there to take a strong grab is Lisa Davey for the Borough. She's looking to go to the city side of the ground. She wants to switch on, and that's what she does. It's a long kick. It's floating over the head there of Caitlin O'Keefe, who soccers the football. Got a player on her hammer. I think it might be Maddie Marks chasing after her. O'Keefe keeps the ball in front of herself with another kind of kick that almost resembled Gaelic football. <laughs> She got turned over in the end. Keith, hand pass over Great the top. Footy. They almost had a runner on here, just couldn't quite hang on to the football clean enough. Adams was on the side if they wanted her. Ignored, wanted to go long to try and find the direction of uh, the player in Dargan, but it fell short of her. Bulldogs mark at the halfback flank. It's Louise Bibby who just read it better. And they can affect the switch here, the doggies. Webster in the back pocket. She can come back to full back and Eliza Vale will have it. Not much happening out this broadcast side of the ground. The Norm Goss grandstand side of the ground. Eliza Vale has it. She's going to go centrally. The Bulldogs just possessing the football deep in their back line. They come to the broadcast side now. Degleria Cade in front. Getting there late was Morrow. Handball to Schneider. was wrapped up immediately by Bramage. Bramage with a big tackle will lock it inside. Forward 50 for the Borough. Here's Toby. Well, it's almost surprising that uh, Port Melbourne could get that ball in uh, so quickly because they were set up so well behind the ball. The Western Bulldogs, they go to counter-attack here again. They'd set up so well. They found their structure, their structure in this last couple of minutes. That's Toby Hanson, match analyst and assistant technician here at <laughs> Wolf Radio. Trying to come away with the footballers. Barton in the middle of the ground. Gave the hand pass off, having to put on the afterburners. Akalia Peterson managed to get rid of it in the nick of time. Adams with a long kick inside. 15, no numbers back there. It's all Bulldogs. And uh, getting back there to take the mark. This is young Tara Delgado, Peter. Oh, Delgado with a footy. 30 metres out from the defensive goal. Wants to swing it wide. Oh, getting a nudge as she tried to take it. Webster, oh, wow. umpire didn't call push. In comes Bramage to lay a tackle. And the umpire says no opportunity. Interesting interpretation, we'll call that. Free kick, Toby, Eric. Uh, I'm not going to talk about a push in the back. Oh. Um, but the second Talia Delgado intercept mark, she's already proving wonders for the Bulldogs on her Western Bulldogs debut. Sorry, I asked, Toby. Died a handball to Borg. Borg sends one to the goal square. I think looking for Isabel Stutt, but Isabel Stutt was coming up at the ball carrier and it's ended up in the hands of Eliza Vale, who is uh, the leading player in the VFLW this season in terms of average marks per game. Her kick went to Lucy Schneider, who gave it back to Vale, and the Bulldogs are looking to the outer side. It's Morrow v McSweeney. Morrow needs a good bounce, and she got it. She can turn back inside, give the handball there to Hards. Hards on the boot, bouncing ball towards half forward. Here comes Sandrill. This is a good build-up play by the Doggies. Handball off to Eliza Morrison. Doesn't like anything she sees forward. She's double back. 
Handball back to Sandrill. They're going backwards, the doggies. Sandrill back to Morrison. A worm burner up towards the 50. Getting a rotten bounce there for the dogs. I think that might have been Bays. Kick out of there. High ball inside 50. Sufi Locke will eat that for breakfast. And Port Melbourne have a defensive mark just inside the back 50. And the Seymour superstar decides to go out towards the centre wing and find a Kalia Peterson city side of the ground. Peterson goes with a little toe poke with the yellow pill. A little too far. Went right over the head of her teammate. And Louise Bibby will take it away here for the Western Bulldogs. Kicks it in towards the centre of the ground. Ball came off hands. Trying to get through there is Gemma Webster. Wanted to give away a hot potato hand pass. Schneider Ooh. had it momentarily put on the ground. And the umpire says sling. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It had that look about it. Bramage gets up, gives a little bit of a shove. And Zanos will has the free kick for the Bulldogs. And at least Zanos... And he's Anos out of the Marcelin Footy Factory. Oh, love the plug there, Toby Hanson. <laughs> kicks it towards centre half forward, came off hands. And Peterson's going to come one way with it with a burrow. Long kick, Delgado yeah, says, I'm just going to swallow this one up. Delgado again. What number intercept mark is that? Number Delgado. three. That's a fantastic kick as well out to the broadcast wing. And here is young Matty Marks from the Bendigo Pioneers. Kicking towards half forward. Sandra needs to take the mark in front. She had a big piece of it. Webster then crunched by Bridie Winbanks, the former Casey Demon. And she's interfered. Winbanks, the Bulldogs are going to have a free kick. And Gemma Webster is that dazed. I don't think she knew <laughs> anything about it. But she's going to take the free kick just inside the boundary line at right half forward. Still, it's the Doggies one behind. Port Melbourne haven't scored. Gone nearly 12 and a half minutes in the opening quarter here at Northport Oval. Kick didn't go the distance. Went straight through the legs of Lucy Schneider, but a good recovery. Handball to Bibby. The Bulldogs have it at half forward. Hards hit hard. The ground she goes. We've got a pile up at the top of the 50 for the Bulldogs. Borg handball to Katie O'Keefe. Kicking down towards the centre wing position over the head of Grocock. Didn't get a bad bounce and Lucy Grocock can just get a handball clear. Here comes Beth Wilson for the borough. Not a kind bounce for her. Picked up there by Condon who started extremely well and a nice lace out kick to find Maddie Marks. Centre wing she's got it Maddie Marks. The Bulldogs can come again. Maddie Marks gets on the right boot, swings around towards the half fourth flank position. Nearly bowled over half a dozen players with that kick. Barrel send it back from whence it came. Was trying to find Beth Wilson. Went through her hands. Bulldogs with numbers here. Maddie Marks is one of them. She goes sky high, high, high with the kick. Came off hands. Ball hit the deck. Trying to get in there is the 46 and Kim Bays. And the umpire says it's going nowhere. I'll take the footy back and get some thoughts from Toby Hansen. Yeah, I alluded it to before. The, the Bulldogs are so well set up. I was going, they've got Delgado spare back. They've also got uh, Chisholm, I think it is, deep back. So as Port Melbourne go to counter-attack here. Safety lock to Claire Diet, in fact. And Claire Diet goes up the line. Nice kick to Dargan. You are saying, Toby? Well, the Bulldogs said, I think they might slow this down. But it was Port that slowed it down. So I was happy not to say that. I would have been wrong. <laughs> Taking away here, Sophie Locke with a big bomb inside 50. Was trying to find the uh, hands there of Isabella Stuck. Oh. oh, this kick is just looking for rain, is uh, trying to take it as Purcell. <laughs> the umpire paid it. Great kick. Worked out well in 15. Yeah, and nonetheless, <laughs> uh, Matty Marks takes it now in the back pocket for the Bulldogs. Broadcast sign of the ground here at Northport Oval. Bulldogs one behind. 
Port Melbourne yet to score and right into the breadbasket of Akalia Peterson who's feeling that one and her lunch might be back on the oh. way up just quietly. Now the Bulldogs with the football on the halfback flank. Talia Meyer draws the player, goes to the hand pass. Too much of a hot potato over the head of Eliza Morrison. I think she's got a dislocated finger, Peterson. Oh, geez, that's going to be a stinger. Sophie Locke takes him on. Sophie Locke oh, takes Sophie. on two. Sophie gets a hurry kick away while being dragged to ground almost towards the top of the square. Bounces towards the pocket. Grocock got to do a bit of dancing. Grocock still dancing. Kicks around the corner towards the opposite pocket. Chasing after the football. Isabella Start. Look out. Start with a snap. Oof. It's oh. just across the face from minus score. All tied up here. Port Melbourne one behind. Western Bulldogs one behind. Here in the first quarter at Northport Oval, let's get some thoughts from Toby Hanson. For a game that's uh, one behind a piece, 15 minutes into it, this has been an exciting it game. It has, of hasn't it? Yeah. How about Lily Condon for the Bulldogs on debut? Nine disposals in the opening term. Not bad, Lily. Tearing it up. We're all level. One behind a piece as the kick in from Chris Gurgle comes short to Tara Delgado. Played a handful of games for the Carlton VFLW team and now in the red, white and blue of the doggies. Kick down the line. Dudley's there. Too tall and too good. And Brooke Hards just kicks the ground in disgust. You can't help the fact, Brooke, that you're giving away about five inches to Dudley. Here's Locke. Sophie Locke marks almost uncontested in the middle of a pack somehow. Only Sophie Locke could do that. And the best chance of the game... Will rest on the right boot of Sophie Locke. 25 out right in front of the Fred Cook end of the ground. Well, there's a reason why Sean Bungle and now the Hawthorne Football Club rate her so highly. She just made that, she made that look her own. Made it look like she was by herself. Locke in her final game in the red and blue. Kicks the opening goal of the evening. And her teammates will get to her. Sophie Locke with the first goal. Port Melbourne 1-1-7. The Doggies one behind. And Sophie Locke kicks another goal in the red and blue. And they'll be hoping that it's not her last. Yes, they'll be hoping for some more goals for her. 1172, one behind here on WARFradio.com at the ground. Delay free, 89.1 FM. And on VFLW.TV, apologies for the late start. There was a few uh, tech issues at the ground, including uh, accessing power. Had a bit of fun here on the very old Norm Goss grandstand. Uh, do have some around the ground scores for you underway at the moment. Three-quarter time between Weemstown and Casey. And it's interesting. Casey 7244, Weemstown 4529. The Seagulls aren't going away. Sophie Locke leading disposal getter for Port Melbourne. Eight disposals and now a goal. Just some housekeeping. I think I called Kim Bays a moment ago. Brooke Hards. Brooke Hards not playing but normally suits up in the 46. Kim Bays the lady you, in today. Is you normally the... can tell by the headband yeah. for Brooke yeah. Hards. Very John McEnroe type. Ball in the middle of the deck. Kick forward there by O'Keefe of Port Melbourne. Beth Wilson now. Handball Copped up to Purcell of the Dogs. They come across the back of the square. And here is Eliza Morrison, who played a bit in the Northern Territory Footy League this year. That season's done now, and she's right to play for the Doggies. Morrow and Dudley. Morrow didn't get the best of bounces, couldn't gather the football. Dudley's done well to hold up. Handball here to Bibby. Bulldogs inside 50. Ill-directed kick, though, from Louise Bibby. And darting in in front is Maddie Shaw to take an important mark at left half back for Port Melbourne, who lead by six points. We've gone nearly 18 minutes in the opening quarter. She goes short to Lisa Davey. Davey with the football. Oh, that's an ugly Ugh. kick off the boot. Looking for Emily Hulley. who had to pick it up off the bounce. Fired out the quick hand pass. One of the one-two back, and she got it from Diet. Dangerous. Now swings across, trying to find Bramage at centre-half back. <laughs> 
almost got knocked out of her hands by Barker on the way through. Somehow the Borough managed to clean it up. They kick out towards the half-back flank on the city side of the ground. Trying to chase after the football there. Beth Wilson did well to grab the contest. Now it's a Bramage. Bramage on the right boot. Going inside 50 once again. Flying through the air. Couldn't quite hang on to the football. It hits the deck. Sophie Locks lurking nearby if needed. Not needed. No way. Running on. Lucy Grokos. Oh! How does this look? Oh, that is excellent. Another goal for the Borough. And an early contender for goal of the day from Lucy Grocock. And they go out now to 2-1-13, leading the Western Bulldogs one behind, nearing quarter time here in our VFLW match of the day. We get some thoughts from the foreman at the Marcelin Footy Factory, <laughs> Toby Hansen. Well, why do you even need 17 other players if you've got yeah. uh, one of her? So, but yeah, that was an unbelievable goal. Just ran the, the length Stunning. of the 50 and just slotted it home nicely. But they did an excellent job, Port Melbourne's. Uh, half-back and midfielders just absorb all that pressure from the Bulldogs and they use that to pounce. They just, that built-up momentum that the Bulldogs use, a bit of reverse swing on them. And Port Melbourne, they're up by two goals now. A contender for goal of the day, I tell you what, will do well to beat one better than that. Lucy Grocock, who was the target inside 50, got in front, couldn't take the mark, and then ran about 30 metres and got herself clear and steadied and kicked a great goal. Secondary ball up in the middle in the final minute of the opening quarter that's been played at frantic pace. Morrison had her kick smothered. Chance there, couldn't quite pick it up. That was uh, Freeman for the Dogs. Now here's Bays trying to get out of there. She's swarmed by a couple of ladies wearing red and blue. One of them, Michaela Peterson. The other one, Katie O'Keefe, who's had a very good debut season for Port Melbourne. You get a ball up still in the middle of the ground. Port Melbourne 2-1-13, the Dogs just one behind. Kick out of there by O'Keefe. Great mark in front, taken there by Sarah Dargan. Used the body well to protect the space. One last look perhaps for Port Melbourne. Dargan realises she's got to get on her bike. She did not get on her bike in time. And that's the quarter time siren here at Northport Oval. And I think we've got everything sorted and we're in order now after a tricky little start, both out in the middle and in the grandstand as well. Port Melbourne 2-1-13. The Western Bulldogs, who played some good foot in the opening 20 minutes, but just one behind to show for it, Peter. Indeed, goal kick is at the break. Sophie Locke with one goal, Lucy Grocock with the other. Toby Hanson, might be a chance for you to roll out the stats. Have you got it on you, mate? Uh, no, you don't? You? Yeah, yeah, I will. You're going to pinch it off the uh, man himself and Brent Sternberg to tell us who's the leading disposal getters for both sides as we go into this uh, quarter-time break. We might get some team breakdowns as well. Yeah, we've got uh, leading the way with disposals is Lily Condon. She's got nine. Uh, Eliza Morrison also with nine. But as you said, the leading the way with the goal kicking is Sophie Locke. She's also had eight kicks. Uh, two apiece in the tackles between Condon, Val and Bramage. Across the two sides, uh, Port Melbourne, they're leading the way uh, in most of the statistics, as you can imagine. However, it is the Bulldogs. They've had more of the football. And they've taken 12 more marks, Pete. It just quickly inside 50s. Interestingly, Port Melbourne lead 12 uh, to 5. Bulldogs leading the clearances 6 to 3. We've uh, marvelled at the Bulldogs' ability to control the football. 28 marks in that first quarter for the Doggies. Most of them coming in the back half. They lead that particular stat 28 to 16. 12 to 7 tackles. So not too many tackles in a pretty open game of footy to quarter time. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at quarter time. Port Melbourne, 2-1-13. The Western Bulldogs, one behind. We'll be back right after this. The commentary of the game you're currently listening to is from the volunteers at Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. Founded in 2014. 
2014, WARF Radio is not just here to provide a professional call the women's game deserves, but also provide important experience for those wanting a career in sports media. If you're a past or present women's footballer or coach or a media student and you'd like to give football commentary a try, visit warfradio.com and click on volunteer. That's warfradio.com and click on volunteer. Hi, I'm Natalie Armat from NITV. Sunday, March 27 is Neighbour Day, a national celebration of community. It brings together people from next door, the local community and even online. It's a day that reminds us why having strong social connections is not only good for our own well-being, but also for the well-being of those around us. But the real strength is in knowing that Neighbour Day isn't just one day, it's every day. Find out how you can get involved at neighbourday.org. Hey, hi, you're sub. We're here for Rad. Here's a simple word of advice. Don't drink and drive. If you plan to drink, plan ahead. Give up the keys. Either drink or drive. Don't mess around trying to do both. When you drink and drive, you're risking the life of yourself and the lives of everybody on the road. It takes a lot of courage to convince a friend not to drive after they've been drinking. But you might just be saving their life. So if you plan to drink, plan not to drive. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.GoRadio.Live or better still, download the free GoRadio.Live app for your Apple or Android device. Go Radio.Live. It's radio as it should be. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Yeah, welcome back, folks. Quarter time here at Northport Oval. It's Port Melbourne at home for the first time this season with a two-goal lead on the Doggies at the first break, 2-1-13 to the Bulldogs, one behind in a pretty darn good first 20 minutes of football. The Bulldogs had plenty of the footy, looked okay on transition, Toby Hanson, but just breaking down a little bit when they got to the uh, half-forward line, the Dogs. Yeah, as we alluded to during the uh, during the call, the uh, coming out of that half-back or that back-pocket sort of line was was excellent for the Bulldogs. They were linking out well down the, down the line, but as soon as they got to half-forward, it all just crumbled for them. I'm not sure what their running patterns were, were doing for them, but it's definitely a lot of positive taken to this quarter-time break, and I think that's what the message will be at uh, the Footscray uh, huddle. That's the voice of Toby Hansen, Brent Sternberg here with you, Peter Holden as well. The only uh, issue we have on the injury front that we're aware of was Kayla Peterson, who looked like she copped a dislocated uh. finger. She was in a lot of pain. She was on her knees, just screaming in pain, and the football was about two metres away from her. She didn't care about that because she had one finger at about right angles. So she's out there in the huddle. I wonder if she'll uh, have that finger. You know how they sort of put it back in and then tape it yeah. to the next one? So, exactly. Uh, she's a very important player with the run and carry that she provides the borough. So it uh, looks like she's okay and looks like she's got a bit of tape on that uh, left hand of hers. Let's hope so, because um, she's an important player that we needed back out there. But the, the smother was fantastic. Did you say yeah. we? Well, you know. <laughs> Toby's the one wearing the scarf. Well, you know, I, I did fire Port Melbourne for a bit. <laughs> Put but, the scarf you know, on him, too. <laughs> I'm an Essen supporter. You know how I'm biased I am when it comes to the Bombers. <laughs> Thank you very much. 2-1-13, Port Melbourne. Uh, the Western Bulldogs, one behind here on WARFradio.com. 89.1 FM at the ground, delay free. And, of course, you're watching on VFLW. 
VFLW.tv. Just a reminder for those watching, by the way, there is no VFLW next weekend. There is a general buy for the Easter break, and then we will return after that with Round 9 football. We're not too far from getting underway. We're just waiting for a few Sydney supporters to leave the ground. Like you said, they're wearing the uh, white jumper with a red V, the traditional jumper. We're not too far from getting underway here for the second quarter. Here's Brent Sternberg. Yeah, there's been a few people that have actually stuck around uh, after the men's game. It's great to see. Here we go for quarter number two. It's uh, Winbanks and Marks in the ruck. Marks got the better of it. To the foot of the pack it comes. Bramage will win it for... Port Melbourne and gave it straight to Akela Peterson who is okay and on the move and running away from a couple of Bulldogs. Wobbly one over the head of Emily Harley. Port Melbourne inside 50 just hacked out of there by Nikita Wright and uh, well luck's a fortune for the Bulldogs as the mark is taken by Annalise Xanthos just backward of centre. Normally wears the number 61 but in the number 50 tonight and a kick towards the outer wing and Madeline Marks takes the mark. Very impressive that young lady. And uh, she goes further out wide. Oh, gee, talking about impressive young ladies. Here comes Lily Condon for a 10th disposal. That's not her best. The mark was dropped, though, by Lisa Davey. There's Sophie Locke, who's been pretty good. Not a good kick. Morrison dropped the mark, but should have time to get rid of it. Should have time. Didn't. It bounced off her knee just about. Port Melbourne with the numbers at half back. That's a stone-cold throw, and the umpire missed it. Well, the officiating one did. The non-officiating one come in and said, no, throw. Free kick, Bulldogs. So he gives it off and says, right, let's reset and let's go again, shall we? Talia Meyer now with a kick and goes inside 50. Good spoiling we're put on there by McWeeny of Port Melbourne. All locked up, no prior opportunity. And once again, we'll call for another ball up and get some early thoughts from Toby Hanson. It's what we were talking about at the quarter time break. The Bulldogs are so well to get it inside 50 or get it in the general area, but they just, they just can't lock it in. They don't have the structure inside 50 to keep it. And it looks like we're going to be forced for another ball up as uh, Molly McLeod is on the bottom of that contest. That is something that they've struggled with a bit this season, the Doggies. And a lot of teams have, to be fair, but just trying to create clear-cut chances when they go inside the forward 50. Indeed, as uh, Kate Adams laid on the tackle. Hurried little hand pass out the side. Once again, it was by McLeod. Kick was picked off, though, and it'll be taken away here by the borough. And they go out towards centre wing, and the umpire said, they've that's seen a nudge. Finally, they've seen one, the umps. A push as the player tried to mark the football. They've missed three or four of those already today. And on that occasion, looks like it might be Schneider who goes back. And back, back between centre wing and the half-back flank. Now taken by Riley Chris Gurgle, the captain. Good kick. Switches across, finds Nikita Wright. Wright, you're bloody well Right. <laughs> Has Delgado on if she wants her. Got Ooh. bumped at the crucial moment, but the kick is perfect. Tara Delgado with the football. In front of the race here at the Norm Goss stand at North Port Oval. Delgado, hesitant. Has nothing on up the line. We'll just have to pump it long and high. It's a long floating football. Coming late at the pack to try and uh, smash the way through there. It was a 17 in wind banks. Ball hit the ground. Locke is in there as the third person. Sophie Locke, that is. And the umpire says, I'll take the football back, please. Courtney Bramage laying the tackle. And I'll restart playing near half-forward flank for the Doggies. I mentioned uh, pre-game about how I had a stat that really shows how ordinary the Dogs have been through the first seven games of the season. They've had a total of 16 scoring shots through seven games. Half a season. Taylor off the back foot at half-back will kick it out on the full and the Doggies will take over. 16 score, not 16 goals, 16, 16 scoring, scoring shots in a half a season of football. And that's not counting those that went out of bounds and the full or fell short. Which I'm sure there's probably been tenfold of those. Morrison to bring it back in. 
Shallow entry inside 50 for the dogs. Condon had two or three goes at it. No mark. Chloe Locke wrapped up by uh, Xanthos. The tackle that goes all the way to the ground and will get a ball in just inside the boundary. Just outside 50. No score added in this second quarter. It's still Port Melbourne leading 2-1-13. The Bulldogs just one behind. We've played nearly four minutes here in the second quarter at North Port Oval. Twilight footy, which we don't see too much in the VFLW. And we're going to have another ball up about a metre and a half away from where we had the last one. Gemma Webster on the bottom of the pack gives the ball back to the umpire. I'm still waiting for our first night game to go. We had a couple of good Friday night games yeah. last year with the Bulldogs hosting uh, a number of them. And we even had a Saturday night game out at Williamstown. This time taken away, though, oh, by the bar up. And that was Fratale going up the line, but unfortunately out of bounds. And a lasso rule free kick going the way of Eliza Morrison for the Doggies. There's a few Sydney supporters here that should be watching young Freya Taylor because she's in their academy. Interesting. From New South Wales, Sean Bunkle said when we spoke to him in the pregame. Out of bounds, free kick going away of Port Melbourne. Sarah Dargan. Might be in the red and white next season. Sarah Dargan right in front of us, gets on the right boot. Kicks it long up the line. Oh, Delgado crashing their own teammate. Morrison, Harley gets it. Little chip kick around the corner. Just dribbles along the ground a good 40 metres. Trying to control it there to Gloria Cade. Over around the football. Couldn't control it. Gemma Webster. Umpire says too high. You'll get a resulting free kick. So the doggies ball, and they have it on the halfback flank. Gemma Webster elects to go backwards inside defensive 50. And now taking away the football gear is Eliza Vale. She'll draw the player, go for the hand pass to Webster. Now goes towards the halfback flank on the city side of the ground. Good mark taken. Out here by Xanos. Xanthos with the football. Now goes towards the wing position on the city side of the ground, only for it to be intercepted and taken by Freya Taylor. Freya Taylor now on the right boot, wants to pump the ball inside 50. It's a good kick. And the mark taken, Ooh. is it? It was paid, paid. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure what the Dogs player had in mind Beth Wilson there. got... Uh, Some treatment. Yeah, a little late. Lucky there wasn't a 50 given away. And Beth Wilson originally played uh, Victorian Netball League with the Hawks. Recruited last year down to Port Melbourne. Been doing a bit of ruck work, but originally when she debuted, she debuted as a full forward. We'll be having a shot on goal from a 45-degree angle, kicking it from 40 metres out. Beth Wilson, little skip in the step, unloads. It's a flat kick, <laughs> but it's a good kick. And it gets through the high diddle-diddle. Port Melbourne go out to 3-1-19. The Western Bulldogs one behind here on WARFradio.com. And your match analyst is Toby Hansen. Oh, that ball, it just, it just kept low, didn't it? It, it, did, it wasn't even a floater. It just sailed over the line. But Port, they get another. This, this lead's blown out now to 18 points. The Bulldogs, they, couldn't, they just couldn't capitalise when they had it down four. They can, they can get it to their forward 50 easily enough. But there's no one there. We saw that with, I think it was Delgado had it on the wing. Uh, it might have been three minute, three or four minutes ago now. But she had it on the wing, looked up the line. There was no one there. Just had to kick to a pack. And that's been the story of the Bulldogs evening so far. The lights have just turned on. Yeah. And Light. the sun's just going away now. Lights are on at North Port Oval. As we head towards the halfway mark of the second quarter, Port Melbourne have broken clear by 18 points. Bramage's kick out of the middle was smothered by Morrow. Purcell working a little kick to half forward. Couldn't get a handle on that one. Claire Diet. She'll get the handball back from her teammate. Quickly onto the left boot. Bouncing ball. It'll sit up here for Webster. Bulldogs inside 50. Here's Sandra to take a mark. 50 out from goal. She can turn and see Maddie marks it full forward. Not moving it on. 
all that quickly. Now she sits it on the head of Marks, who assumes front position, had a bit of it, no mark, and then interfered with uh, Lisa Davey. Deep in defence for Port Melbourne. Well, the sun just uh, poked its head through for a moment here at North Port Oval. I was going to say, take me to the April sun in Port Melbourne. Hey, hey, hey. Davey to the near side. Let's move on from that as quickly as we can. Sophie Lock dropped the mark. Got support here in the captain diet. Handball to Adams is at right half back for the Borough. Well done. Nice kick over the top. Dudley will probably look to give this off by hand. Well, she thought about giving it back to Adams. She thought about giving it to Sophie Lock, and now she'll move it on by that big right boot of hers. It's a pretty good kick from the ruck woman, and here's a Kayla Peterson, former VFLW player for Carlton. Not any old player, best and fairest last season. Just skimmed the hands there of the Bulldog player. Handball here comes to Purcell. Off to Vale. Bulldogs want to use the corridor. They've got a player right in the middle of Northport Oval, and it's Lucy Schneider, who wants to get away from Katie O'Keefe. They're going Route 1 football here, the Dogs. Marks had a bounce off the top of her head just about. Can she win it at ground level? No. Well, she did the second time, then handballed it straight up in the air. Katie O'Keefe knocked it away. Ball heads to the outer wing. Katie O'Keefe jumps all over Gemma Webster and will have a ball up between wing and right half forward for the Western Bulldogs, who are just one behind. Port Melbourne 3 1 19. We've played nearly 10 minutes in the second quarter here at Northport Oval. Here on WARFradio.com, delay free at the ground, 89.1 FM, and on VFLW.tv. The kick along the carpet, trying to keep it in front of herself, was Lily Condon. Taken away, though, as a borough football, and Peterson goes long up the line in towards the centre, went through several sets of hands. Harley's on the outside if they need her. Delgado watching on as well. Hurried little hand pass in the Harley direction. Riley Chris Gurgle is there. She is brought to ground. Chris Gurgle tries to get it out. Harley jumped on it before Delgado could get in there, trying to find in there, extract the football. Beth Wilson, umpire is circling. Ooh. Interesting call. Hot call. Rolls one out there for holding the football against uh, the player in Emily Harley. And Tara Delgado takes it and will like to work wide. Sorry, Peter. To the city side of the ground. Yeah, that player was Gemma Webster they found. And Webster elect to work sideways, finding Vale. Vale, short little toe poker of a kick, wasn't all that flash, putting a teammate in Gemma Webster under all kinds of pressure. Oh. Hand pass over the top. Oh, Riley Chris Gurgle got ran down from behind, didn't hear the footsteps coming. And the umpire said she copped it in the back, though. And uh, the player getting her in the back, Lucy Grocock. And uh, she's feeling a little worse for wear. We'll take a while to get up. She's made a tough stuff. We'll shake it off and take the resulting free kick, and we'll get some thoughts from Toby Hansen. Yeah, well, the, uh, the dominance of Port Melbourne starting to show this quarter. Just for example, the rebound 50s is 3-1 to one in the way of the home side this evening. So Port Melbourne's starting to get back on top. Bulldogs captain Riley Chris Gurgle, I think, is going to come from the ground. She's really struggling. Meantime, the Dogs have moved it to the outer side. Margaret Purcell kicked down the line, intercepted by Lisa Davy. Lisa Davy, who gave the handball to Peterson. Port Melbourne now on the rebound. There goes Peterson. She ran a long way. Just got a handball off in time to a teammate who was upended after she got rid of it. It was Kate Adams, I reckon. And so a free kick for Port Melbourne. 35 out from goal right in front. Around the ground scores quickly. Nearly 15 gone in the final quarter. Casey, 8-3-51 lead. Weemstown, 4-5-29. Lucy Grocock, the beneficiary of the downfield free kick for Port Melbourne, who kicked the goal of the day in that first quarter. We'll call this, I reckon, the rainbow end of the ground because there's a rainbow that's just poking through. That's going to drift away to the left-hand side and a second behind for the Borough. They move to 3-2-20. The Bulldogs one behind. It's Port Melbourne who lead by 19 points. 
Val brings the ball back into play with a short kick, managing to find Gemma Webster. Webster going up the line, just being crunched in that contest. Phoebe Chisholm, ball got out the back though. Quick hand pass, uh, it was stolen by Bramage. Bramage, was that almost a throw there by McWeeny? Bramage now quickly to Peterson. Peterson almost got ran down there by the Bulldogs player coming through. The umpire said it was fair. Peterson got it back again. Peterson, 35 metres out. It won't go that far. Maybe went 20 metres with a dribble. And the Bulldogs will come out of defence with a hurry kick around the corner. Trying to run onto the end of Condon. Now swings around on the boot. Kicking to try and square it up. Was trying to find Xanthos. She went to ground. Bramage going with her. Coming in at the side, Lisa Davey. Davey tried to fire out the hand pass. Ball gets squeezed out. Umpire circling like a sheepdog as Bramage goes in one more time. And this time gets it in the back. And that will be a free kick going the way of Port Melbourne. They have the ball forward of centre wing. Riley Chris Gurgle just come to the bench, the doggies captain, being put through her paces as Bramash goes short to Kate Adams. Right in the middle of Northport Oval with her team, Port Melbourne leading by 19 points. That kick's gone wide to the 50, over the head of Grocock and into the arms of Kim Bays. Uh, sorry, rather Talia Meyer, 45, not 46. A short kick from Talia Meyer, the young lady from Ballarat. And here's Louise Bibby. Kick down the line, has a loose player, it's Marguerite Purcell. And here they go again with the methodical ball, used the doggies. Helicoptered one down the line, Mark's in the middle of the pack, no mark. Maddie Shaw, first to get onto it for Port Melbourne. Handball to no one in particular. Condon had her handball knocked down. There goes Sophie Locke for Port Melbourne. Going to give the handball over the top. She's got a teammate waiting for it inside 50. Grocock, who desperately wants to give it back to Sophie Locke, but she fell over. Condon back there for the Bulldogs is in all sorts. Here comes Stutt now for Port Melbourne. Took it away from Sophie Locke. Kicks towards full forward for the Borough. Almost a mark coming out the top of the goal square there was Beth Wilson. Doggies have numbers back. Ramage there for Port Melbourne, but there's Bibby. Handball now. It's come to McLeod. Now to Webster, Vale it was rather. Kick over the head of Morrison who got a kind bounce. Morrison's run back into the fire. Kick didn't go 15. Here at centre half back it's Talia Meyer again who's got to use her pace to get out of trouble. Kick out towards the broadcast wing. It's not a good one but got a favourable bounce there. Xanthos sends one to half forward over the head of Sandrill. Bouncing ball inside. 50 here for the Dogs. It's Katera Loss who we haven't seen too much in this opening half. Maddie Shaw back there for Port Melbourne. Kick to Diet. Didn't go 15. Diet blasts one to the outer side. That's a better kick but a bad bounce. Bounce for Beth Wilson. Bulldogs may be let in again here. Picking it up at Vale. Third time's the charm. Trying to knock it clear. I've been calling for a while. Please, can we have a ball up on the outer side? Yes. Get Peter, the, give me a spell. Get the boy oxygen. Oh, Is there a defibrillator here at Northwood? <laughs> <laughs> Condon's just crept up to 14 touches for the day. As the ball is now on centre wing on the city side of the ground. Bramash tried to lay the tackle, didn't work out. McLeod gave away the hand pass. Vale now kicks it sideways, trying to get it to the bounce of Morrow to run onto. Morrow got bumped off the ball at the crucial moment. Wanting to receive it then, but it got knocked away from the hands of Naali Borg. Borg may try and go with the soccer off the ground. Plenty yeah, of numbers ball. there for the Bulldogs. Receiving it there is Lucy Schneider. She's Schneider here, Schneider there. <laughs> and then she decides to go towards centre wing, finds a teammate. Morrison kicks up towards the half forward flank position. Hits her target. Taking it now and swinging around is India Barker. Barker towards the hot spot. Mary Sandral almost pulled it to ground. Sandral still fighting in hard for it. Xanthos with a hand pass over the top using Matty Marks. Gave it off. Shot on goal. One bounce. Oh, no oh. way. How unlucky. Hello, Wilbur. <sighs> it's hit the post. A Wilbur post. 
might have scored. And even the scoreboard jumped too yeah. early to try and signal goal. It is only the behind. Two behinds the Bulldogs. 3-2-20 Port Melbourne. Not just hit the post. That hit the very back of the post. All oh, the doggies... Extremely unlucky. Harley took an important mark at right half back, and now here comes Bridie Winbanks to take another one. Kick down the line to Gleria Kate will get a good bounce. Swarmed by white jumpers. Nikita Wright took her to ground, holding the ball. It's the call both from the crowd and the umpire. And the doggies will have it on centre wing. Nikita Wright to take it. And they deserve a goal, don't they, the Doggies? They've been terrific in this first half. I can't imagine they've played footy much better than this this season. Off the hands there of McLeod. Crunching tackle by Matty Shaw. And we've got a few Bulldogs fans that have come in late as well, and they're not happy with how their girls have been treated. And that's uh, Kim Bays, who's going to give it back to the umpire. We'll get a ball up. 55 out from the Fred Cook end of the goal to the left of screen or left of your dial. The way the Bulldogs are attacking. Wobbly old one inside 50. That was Bayes, and it's gone straight down the throat of Lisa Davey. Lisa Davey with the football. Elects to go towards the city side of the ground. Draws the player and sandal towards her before going for the kick. Goes towards a two-on-two. Good spoil from behind. Trying to get in there was Xanthos. Put the pressure on. Later tackle. Brought the player in Freya Taylor to ground. And the umpire will call for a ball up, and we'll get some thoughts from Toby Hansen. Yeah, it's been an interesting quarter. It's... it's I'm, no one really has the momentum. The Bulldogs at the moment do, but overall it's been a quite even contest. The Bulldogs, they just can't get on the board. They have been unlucky, but they just can't convert. 17 minutes gone in this second term as Morrison tries to pick up the football. Got knocked away from her at the crucial moment as it's given away by Wilson to Dargan. Sarah Dargan goes for a run, gets on the right boot, goes for a little chip kick, works out okay. Quick hand pass off. Now they've got runners here. The Borough to go inside 50, looking for Emily Harley. Harley trying to bust her gut to get there in the one-on-one. Keeps the ball to herself. Pure muscle. Ooh. Gave off the hand pass. Peterson got ran down. Well, Peterson, pardon me, getting run down, I think might have been Kate Adams. And we'll call for the football back and a ball up at about 45 metres out from goal. In fact, the number 12 was Naeli Borg that got brought to ground. I'm glad it was Naeli Borg and not Kate Adams because you would have gone with that ridiculous Adams family song. Yeah, if she kicks a goal, we'll be bringing it out. Don't worry <laughs> about that. And the umpire has awarded a free kick out of this contest. And it's going the way of number 18, Caitlin O'Keefe, KOK. You're fine? Okay, okay. As she'll be having a shot for goal when she puts boot to ball at uh, 46 and a half metres out. Directly in front, going towards the Bob Bonnet end, otherwise known as the Weemstown Road end here at North Port Oval. Gives it a ride towards the top of the square. Came off hands. Oh. Wilson tried to snap around the corner and it ricocheted into a Bulldogs player. Lacks a fortune there. Louise Bibby tries to get a hand pass out while under pressure. Breaks my golden rule. You never hand pass in the back line. Here's the long kick out towards the centre wing on the broadcast side. Getting wrapped up immediately is Lisa Davey. Going in there is Freya Taylor. Beaten out towards by Lucy Schneider. Schneider kicked around oh, the corner. Sophie. Intercepted by Sophie Locke. Look the out. Seymour superstar from 50 metres out from goal. Floats it away. Oh to the right-hand side. Everything she does is thrilling, Sophie. 3-3-21, <laughs> Port Melbourne, the Western Bulldogs, two behinds in the shadows of the halftime. Siren, thoughts on Toby Hansen. Again, just made that look so easy, Sophie. Like, there's probably a third or fourth time this game that she just made it look like she's the only player out there. It's, a, it's the reason why Port Melbourne is so dominant in this game of football. Ooh, Delgado in the back pocket, coming in hot there was O'Keefe, couldn't take the mark. Morrison in the dying stages of the opening quarter. McLeod to Morrison. Purcell's going to be run down by Grocock. Just got a handball clear. Grocock's now onto it for Port Melbourne. Wheels and goes back towards the 50. It's all doggies back there. 
and taking the chop out mark for the Bulldogs. Vale, backwards they come to full back. Again, they want to switch the footy. It hasn't really worked all that much for them in the first half. Picking it up and running away here, there is Bays. One bounce, could have had a second. Kick inside, 50. Sandra's got to come up and win the football, and she does. Handball to a teammate. Now back to Sandra. They're running out of time, the Doggies. Here it is with Condon. Now to Meyer from 50 out to the goal square. Dogs need a mark. Almost got one. Just through the hands there of the Bulldogs play at the top of the goal square. Here's Diet under all sorts. Kicked it straight to Sandra. Now smothered there by Diet. Port Melbourne at sixes and sevens back there in the closing stages of the opening half. And we're going to get a ball up at the teeth of goal. But I reckon the side might beat them and the doggies are going to run out of luck right in the shadows of the Fred Cook end of the ground ball up alongside the goal square and the siren sounds to end a frantic first half a first half where the Bulldogs were desperately unlucky and they got just two behinds to show for it unfortunately for them 3-3-21 is Port Melbourne the Bulldogs two behinds the margin at the main break will be 19 points in favour of the girls wearing the red and blue goal kickers at Half time look like this. Singles to Sophie Locke, Lucy Grocock, and Beth Wilson. And obviously, no goal kickers yet for the Western Bulldogs. Let's start going through some stats and players who are racking them up during that first half. We go once again to uh, Toby Hanson, who's been dominating for both the borough and racking up the disposals as well for the doggies. We're going to, yeah, we're going to disposals first ball, Port Melbourne. Sophie Locke, as you would expect, 12 disposals. She's killing it for the Borough in her final game in red and blue. Claire Diet as well is up there with 11. KOK O'Keefe there. She's with 10. And Akala Peterson also with 10 for the Bulldogs. Elizabeth Morrison, 16 disposals. And Eliza Vale, she's got 15. Condon at 14. Bibby, 12. Schneider, 11, as is Webster. And Delgado, she's taken six marks, as has Vale. It's Paul Melbourne, Courtney Bramage, five tackles to halftime. She's having an excellent evening here at the North Port Oval. The kicks, well, it's been the Bulldogs because they've had more of the football, but it's what they've been able to do, the football, is the reason why they're down here at halftime. The tackles, that's relatively even as well, and the rebound 50s is just dominated by the Bulldogs because that ball is getting sent out so quickly and so well. They've had plenty more of the football as well. The Doggies plus 37 in disposals. The inside 50s overall have tightened up a little bit. I think you mentioned it there, Toby. It's 21 to 13 in favour uh, of Port Melbourne. If you're wondering about the free kicks, the Bulldogs actually lead that particular stat. 12 to 6. Port Melbourne getting on top in the hitouts, 15 to 9. The clearances, 11 to 8. And the Doggies lead. So they're doing a lot of things right, the Bulldogs. But the one thing that has haunted them all throughout the first half of the season, taking their opportunities inside 50, it's come back to haunt them here this evening at Northport Oval. We'll take this opportunity also to get some around-the-ground scores for you at halftime. Weemstown and Casey were playing out there at... Uh Weemstown Football Ground, otherwise known as Point Jollybrand. In the end, the Casey Demons, 8-3-51, defeating Weemstown, 4-6-30. Uh, just other scores today, if you missed out on them. North Melbourne, 7-5-47, defeated Darabin, 3-4-22. The Hawks, 6-6-42, defeated the Southern Saints, 3-3-21. Geelong, 8-9-57, 
defeated Collingwood 3-4-22. And Essendon 7-19-61 defeated Carlton 2-3-15. Live ladder at the moment shows Casey on top. Half a wing clear of Essendon. Uh, in third spot, Hawthorne. Geelong have jumped to fourth spot. Darabin slipped to fifth. Southern Saints in sixth. Collingwood now squeeze out to seventh spot on the table. And as it sits at the moment, this game we are currently watching is a game between second last and last. It's been a good quality game, though. It's been it's open, end-to-end. Yeah, it end. has been a good game of football. I think the, the scoreboard is probably a little bit unfair of the of the quality of the game and, and how much enjoyment I've gotten out of this game. But uh, It's a good call, Toby, I think. They, uh, yeah, they just can't no, no, com- the no, no comment with the scarf that you're wearing. Obviously. No, no, of course not. It's got nothing to do with that. Well, it has been. It's been a good game for both sides. But uh, yeah, the Bulldogs, they can't convert, so it doesn't show up on the scoreboard. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at halftime. It is Port Melbourne 3-3-21, leading the Western Bulldogs two behinds. We'll be back after this. If you're after the most comprehensive coverage on women's football across Australia, then look no further than Rookie Me Central. Formerly Draft Central, Rookie Me Central has news and reviews, podcasts, videos, and much, much more on all the state leagues across the country, including the VFL Women's and NAB League Girls. Find out why everyone turns to Rookie Me Central for their women's football content. Follow Rookie Me Central on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Rookie Me Central. Secure transmission for your ears only. <clears throat> Good day. Today, more than 110,000 Australians live with a blood cancer. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to join the Leukemia Foundation and a crack team of registered shavers from around the country to kick blood cancer's tush. We call it Mission Possible. Sign up to shave at worldsgreatestshave.com. This ad will now self-destruct. If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable. Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131 Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. You need to get a booster to stay up to date with your COVID-19 vaccinations. Boosters are now approved for everyone 16 years and older, three months after your second dose. Boosters increase your protection against becoming very sick or dying from COVID-19 and are available through your GP, pharmacist or other healthcare professional. Book your booster at australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. G'day, I'm Michael Caton. The Australian Conservation Foundation's Green Home Program is all about saving our environment. A low-flow showerhead will save 10 litres. No showering at all will save 20. So when any of my active friends are a bit on the nose, I never judge them, but thank them for doing their bit to save water. For more information, go to www.acfonline.org.au slash greenhome and take action for our future generations. That's acfonline.org.au Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. 
So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Bored in retirement? Join Probus. If you want more out of retirement, join your local Probus Club and start having fun with like-minded people. Probus Clubs are non-fundraising and purely social, so all they do is concentrate on enjoying retirement. There are hundreds of Probus Clubs, with new ones opening almost every month. So find a Probus Club near you today by visiting probussouthpacific.org or calling 1300 630 The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. We'd like to show you what's dangerous about Australian rivers, but we can't. You can't see ice-cold water, snags like tree branches or strong currents, but they can be lethal. Although our rivers are beautiful, more Australians drown here than anywhere else. So please, wear a life jacket, avoid alcohol around water, never swim alone, and learn how to save a life. It's simple. Respect the river. For more information, visit royallifesaving.com.au forward slash respect the river. There's jumpers, hoodies and tees for you at leaguetees.com.au Leaguetees.com.au is your place for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus the unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today. Leaguetees.com.au Oh, hi, I'm Maria from Sesame Street. And Elmo's Elmo. And we're here to talk about driveways. Driveways can be dangerous for children. Or little red monsters. So it's important for parents to always watch their children around them. Yeah, driveways are for cars, not for play. That's right, Elmo. Play only in safe places away from driveways because people in cars may not see you. Uh, Elmo sees you, Maria. Tag, you're it. Oh, here I come, Elmo. <laughs> Remember, driveways are like roads. Always supervise, separate, and see. Learn more at kidsafevic.com.au. We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at alnf.org. Feeling a little down? Drop into the Reach Out website at reachout.com.au and let us put a spring back in your step. When times are tough, clear your head at reachout.com.au. The commentary of the game you're currently listening to is from the volunteers at Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. Founded in 2014, WARF Radio is not just here to provide a professional call the women's game deserves, but also provide important experience for those wanting a career in sports media. If you're a past or present women's footballer or coach or a media student and you'd like to give football commentary a try, visit WARFradio.com and click on volunteer. That's WARFradio.com and click on volunteer. It's women's Aussie rules, they're doing what they love. They're fast, they're tough, don't mess 
Indeed, it is the VFL Women's Match of the Day here on WARFradio.com at the ground. Delay free, 89.1 FM, and you're watching on VFLW.TV. Peter Holden, Brent Sternberg, and Toby Hansen with you at Northport Oval. We're at halftime. The Borough, 3 3 21, lead the Bulldogs two behind. They've already been doing the warm-ups out on the ground, the Western Bulldogs. As we speak, the Port Melbourne Borough coming back out onto the ground, coming through the race from the Norm Goss stand. And I'll give you a little bit of trivia, boys, from the Port Melbourne Footy Club because they uh, came up with a number of firsts here at the Borough. Do you know that uh, originally the Borough were the first team to have numbers on the back of jumpers? Oh. And everyone thinks it might be from the VFL, uh, because they go, oh, therefore you could sell records and you could tell who was who. Apparently they put numbers on the back of jumpers back then to know who the heck was stealing the football jumpers and who stole whose jumper. Oh, that makes a lot of I'll sense. I'll tell you what, Pete, I, I did actually know that because during the week the Brisbane Lions released a, a news story about how numbers got onto football jumpers. This was only yesterday afternoon as well. Uh, and they're saying how Fitzroy was the first VFL side to put numbers on them when they went up to Sydney in the in the early 1900s. And they they did keep mentioning how Port Melbourne were the first ever in VFL VFA local in junior football anywhere. So it's a it's a very interesting story to stop people from stealing the jumpers. Well, that's interesting because you'd imagine that teams in other sports around the world would have put numbers on their particular Guernseys before that. Why why did we not do it before that? No idea. It was just a quirk of our game. It's like people will look at us going, why are you playing with an oval-shaped ball? <laughs> and you're trying to bounce the ball. <laughs> and why are you allowed to basically tackle in any fashion? Yeah. Without padding. Yes, exactly. Well in control here, Port Melbourne, aren't they? I mean, the, the flow of the game hasn't been all their way. Their defenders have had plenty to do. They lead by 19 points at the half, so the scoreboard looks good. What do they do, the doggies, Toby? Do you reckon they maybe try and swing the magnets to try and open up? The forward 50, maybe put. We've seen Delgado taking a few marks in the back line. Maybe throw her down there and get another target. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about that as you were speaking. You do probably put a big body down there uh, and just plant them sort of in that hotspot region. But it's that linking. They can. It's that linking in that sort of half forward line that's that's killing them. So they need someone at centre half forward that can take the mark. Maybe that's where you put Delgado and then you put a goal kicker down at full forward, but definitely something needs to change for the Bulldogs in that forward six. Maybe Delgado is the is the shining light for them. She's been great today down back. The issue as well is because they don't have that real um, sort of focal point that can take the, the big clunking mark. They don't have that, and they also don't really have those class small forwards that can then get to work like you know, Port Melbourne have a handful of them. Sophie Locke, Isabella Stutt, Lucy Grocock, who kicked the goal of the day. And so, yeah, if you don't have that, you really need to have somebody down there that can take a mark. And I, I know you're sort of robbing, uh, robbing Peter Holden to pay Paul Sebastiani, so to speak. But huh. uh, I, reckon, I reckon you take her out of the back line and say, look, we're holding up OK down there. We're getting it inside 50. We need somebody else to take a little bit of pressure off uh, Mary Sandrell that can actually take a grab. It's at that, it's at that stage of the game where you you just got to risk the floodgates opening down back if it means you can get a couple goals. Because if they can get... So the first two goals of this quarter, this moment, this game's blown wide open and the momentum changes absolutely completely. So they might need to risk this margin of 19 points, uh, the Bulldogs. Might need to risk it and send one of their best defenders down forward and, and clunk out a few goals. So the scoreboard, the scoreboard is a fair reflection in terms of who has been the better team, but I think the margin probably tells a bit of a fib, Peter. I think for the, for the Bulldogs' morale, they do need 
I mean, obviously, they'd want the win, but they would want to, at least, if they were going to go down, go down at a close finish with a decent score on the board to at least say, we're close to one side, the second last side, and who knows, when we meet the third, last, and fourth last side, we might be a sneaky chance. If they're to get blown out from this point onwards by the second last side, jeez, yeah. it's, it's, it's not going to make a, for a fun run home from round nine through to 14. No, and they've got... Uh I know we've got, uh, they have, I said we again, following your lead, Peter. They have all their games here to come at home, but uh, uh, Port Melbourne, but uh, yeah, they'll be looking to go on with it, you know, from their side of things. But the Doggies, they want to hang on here, get their football in their half of the ground. Like they had it a lot in that first half and try and get one in the majors column. You just get the sense if they can kick the first one here, the Doggies. The floodgates may just open. Hopefully that's the only floodgates that open. Underway for the third quarter here at the Northport Oval. Winbanks and Morrow in the ruck. Winbanks won it down. The dogs to come out of the middle, though, through Morrison, who led all comers in the first half. That's going to be a turnover. Matty Shaw outmarks Kim Bays at true centre-half back. Matty Shaw, who just started off the back of the square for Port Melbourne. Here comes Sophie Locke, who attacked it with clean hands, took a majestic mark on the outer wing, then kicked it into the player on the mark. Courtney Bramage onto it now for Port Melbourne. Well-weighted kick down towards half-forward, and this is Sarah Dargan, the only Richmond AFLW-listed player out there for the Borough. Kick in towards Harley in front, Sophie Locke, not quite. Dogs have it at the fall of it. Katerra loss. Handball there to Condon with those little legs are burning. Kick into the middle of the ground. Off the hands of Morrow and then off the face of Peterson. Now here comes Akela Peterson. Just had it knocked out of her hands by uh, young Condon. Ball in dispute on the wing. Dargan's got it again. Handball back here to McWinnie who hasn't seen too much of it. Normally playing on the last line of defence. There's Sophie Locke again with another fantastic grab. Goes high into the evening sky here in Port Melbourne and reels down a nice one and the kick into the pocket's good too and Lucy Grocock leads onto that one and marks 35 out from goal deep in the right forward pocket. Lucy, who kicked a brilliant goal in that first quarter, has given it off to Sophie Locke, who's going to have a go from the pocket, not going to have the carry. Eliza Vale marks on the last line of defence for the Bulldogs. So Vale on the last line will now go with a short pass, managing to find Lucy Schneider. Snyder taking the mark in front of Freya Taylor. Back pocket broadcast side. Elects to go with a run. Will kick down the corridor. Oh Riley Chris Gurgle oh. thought about it. Bramage came crunching through at the last moment. Emily Harley one step goes for the snap. Marked on the last line of defence again by Eliza Vale. And she'll clear the ball for the Bulldogs and go towards the scoreboard side of the ground looking for Riley Chris Gurgle. Almost swallowed it one-handed, got away from her. And the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds as she was being chased by Sophie Locke. Let's get some early thoughts from this third quarter with Toby Hanson. Excellent goalkeeping uh, by the Western Bulldogs here. They're lucky to have not let one or two through Port Melbourne dominating again. They came out of the race a lot more excited. We've got, uh, who's that we've got Courtney coming Bramage off? Courtney Bramage coming, coming for the blood nose, I think. Windbanks versus Morrow on this occasion. One out by Morrow. Quick hand pass coming out to Eliza Morrison who runs onto the football. Got the hurry kick away before getting a little nudge. Trying to put it into the path of Mary Sandrell. Sandrell get the don't argue. Then get the hand pass over the top using the agency of Maddie Marks. They find themselves out in the wing position going back to Sandrell. Centre wing on the city side of the ground. This time having to use the agency of McLeod. They want to try and come back inboard. A little too much weight on the kick on that occasion. 
Ball still in dispute on the edge of the centre square. Going in to lay the tackle is Freya Taylor for Port Melbourne. Bulldogs ball though. One step snap around towards the half forward flank position. Central have got back inside 50. Managing to bring the ball to ground. It's at 45 metres out from goal. Going in and under was Kim Base to try and fire out the hand pass. Bulldogs just lining up here in numbers. On this occasion it's Talia Meyer who kicks. Was looking to try and spot up a target and Carolos couldn't find her. Port Melbourne football in the end. It's taken by Olivia. Barton and she'll go long towards the half-back flank. Like now half-forward flank taken by Condon. And Condon's going to bring it back in for the Doggies. That's a better looking kick but just couldn't quite find its way to Sandrill again. Port Melbourne repelling out of the back 50. Can Condon gather this one for the Bulldogs? She can eventually. In fact, that was uh, Marley McLeod off the hands of McWinnie. Opens the door for the Bulldogs. Kick towards full forward. Delgado has gone forward for the Bulldogs. Couldn't take that mark. She wraps up Olivia Barton. We're going to get a ball up 25 out from goal. So it looks like that change might have been made, Toby. Yeah, excellent, excellent decision by the Bulldogs bench there. And they showed that Vale, she can stop the goals down the other end. So it's up to Delgado to kick a few she down this end. She went into the ruck there. Bays is onto it. Bays, a little opening for her, but eventually the blue and red doors closed and she's been caught holding the ball and caught trying to do too much. Kimberly Bays and Sarah Dargan will get up to take the free kick. Deep in defence for Port Melbourne. Getting a bit of the football in this third quarter is Sarah Dargan. Oh, and now what's happened here? It's going to be a free kick down, down the field. field. Yep. And so they're going to have it at half back. Was that late treatment? Yep. Got downed after she kicked the football. Bit of ill discipline from the doggies. This is uh, Davy Sweeps her leg at it. Here's Freya Taylor in her second VFLW game. The Sydney Swans Academy member. She looks to move it on down the line. Winbanks trying to get rid of McLeod. Couldn't take the mark. Vale knocking it back to McLeod. It's picked up by Stutt. Here's Sophie Locke who's going to mark this one. 50 out from goal. Turn and look and see an open goal square. Sophie, that's not her best kick. Can Grocock come and get it? She can. Kick the great goal at this end in the first quarter. Handball left behind there by Degleria Cade. Chris Gurgle trying to come through. Wrapped up by Sophie Locke. Umpire comes in and he'll say nothing doing. Ball up, 35 out from goal. Port Melbourne in attack. Still 3-3, 3-21. They are the Borough. The Bulldogs two behinds. Here on WARFradio.com. Delay free at the ground on 89.1 FM and on VFLW.TV. Doggies with the ball out of defence. Putting into some running space here. And trying to get on the end of it is Schneider with a little kick over the top. Oh. Very close to the boundary line. Did it go over? There'll be a little bit of a conversation here yeah. as Lucy Snyder tried to take it between boundary umpire and goal umpire. It might have been a case of first hands on the ball before the boundary line didn't control the ball so while going mark, over, yeah. so which would mean to throw in. And he's Anos wants the, the mark. Not sure. A long conversation going yeah. on here. Look, look to me like it was out on the full. They'll give it to no, her. No, they're going to pay it to Xanos. Oh, wow. Xanthos gets it. She managed to persuade the umpires, and she has the resulting free kick in front of the Port Melbourne bench. And at least Xanthos now goes up the line with a kick. That's Great a good, mark. strong grab yeah. there taken by Maddie Marks, ironically. <laughs> Maddie Marks now on the right boot, going up in the Mary Sandral direction. Got knocked away from her. Peterson swings around through heavy traffic. Oh. Sold the candy. Ran the full 15. And then, then went towards the true centre-half back position. Was trying to find Degleria Cade. The umpire says there's an infringement in that contest. And Eliza Morrison will get the resulting free kick for the Western Bulldog. Go towards the half-forward flank city side of the ground. Taking it there and saying, Wagon's Ho is Phoebe Chisholm. Pumps it up high and long inside 50. Hands are up by Delgado. Couldn't
couldn't quite control it. Mary Sandrell is there, takes it out of thin air, faint the hand pass, got it across to Maddie Marks. She went looking for Xanthos again. Xanthos up against the boundary line, gets a little shove over, a little help by McWeeny, and we'll call for a ball in. 15 metres around from the right-hand point post, Weemstown Road into the ground. I reckon the Kayla Peterson at halfback a moment ago, you said she ran her full measure. Reckon she might have run a good 20, 25 metres of Kayla Peterson, but it's so exciting. We let it go on. The Bulldogs inside 50 from the uh, little scrimmage. Xanthos, Schneider in the pocket, doubling back. Handball there to Bays. In fact, it's Meyer. Can't get clear. Port Melbourne swarming again. Duggan just blast one back. Chris Gurgle dropped the mark. Can she back up and win it? She can. She's got Vale for support. Vale somehow got a kick away. It'll drop there for her teammate. That was uh, India Barker. Barker couldn't hit up a leading forward. Morrow, Freeman, high ball inside 50. It's living in the forward 50 for the doggies. Can Delgado get onto that one? She can. She got rid of a Kayla Peterson. She's taken the footy Delgado, and now she's taken herself and a ball up in the right forward pocket for the Bulldogs. You don't mind, mind seeing it if you're a Bulldog supporter or official base. She's been wrapped up a couple of times, got done holding the ball before, but she's at least having a go. Trying to get the ball in front of herself as uh, Caitlin O'Keefe goes Ooh. to ground. Umpire says in the back, free kick going the way of the Western Bulldogs. And she'll just get up feeling a little worse for wear, a little sore after that one. Key for the football in defence for Port Melbourne. Kate Adams was on. Elected not to go in her direction. Instead, worked wider still and find Akalia Peterson right on the defensive 50 paint. Peterson. Going up the line with the kick on this occasion. Riley Chris Gurgle spoiled at the crucial moment by Beth Wilson. But it fell to the advantage of Nikita Wright. Wright set it up towards the hot spot. 45 metres out from goal. Came off hands. They try to feed it out to Mary Sandro. Sandro has to scrap it again with Sophie Locke. That's a good fight for the football. They roll over. Jumping in there is the third person, Madison Shaw. And the umpire says going nowhere. And we'll call for another ball up at 48 metres out from the Bulldogs goal. They're attacking the right of screen for those watching on VFLW.tv. Burrow ball out of that contest. Only as far, though, as Lily Condon went straight down her throat. Kicks it inside 50. The kick wasn't well weighted for Sandrell as it came off hands before it got to her. Trying to fight in there originally to get it out was Lisa Davey. Now the Burrow moved the ball in the Emily Harley direction. Got cut off before it got to her. Got it back again off the bounce. Drew the player. Went the hand pass. Now on this occasion through Beth Wilson. Pumping it long oh. inside 50. Went through hands. It was like a piece of soap. Look out. Hang on to it is uh, the player in Lily, Lucy Grocott. Now, did it come off her foot before it went out? No, said the boundary umpire. It will be a throw-in. 25 metres around from the left-hand point. Post some thoughts on Toby Hanson. Uh, just a quick clarification. Even if that doesn't go out in the full, is that still a lasso? Is it because no. it's inside 50? It's inside okay. 50. Lasso's only between the arms. Yeah, as I, think, I thought. I think uh, that was the question. Sorry, Toby. It just caught some of the boundary line before going out. Yeah. So a little bit of a break. Trying to take it out of the ruck there, Wilson, after she got rid of the Bulldog ruck. Handball's come to Dargan. Dargan, a flying shot at goal. That's going to have the carry. That might be our goal of the day. And that one's going to sting the Bulldogs as well. The ball has lived up their end in this third quarter. But Sarah Dargan, out of not much really, pounced on it around the body. And the AFLW class coming to the fore. Port Melbourne 4-3, 27. The Bulldogs just two behind. And the margin as we sneak by the halfway mark of quarter number three is 25 points. Well, so the, the Bulldogs will be a little bit unhappy with themselves, a little bit disappointed they had that ball for the first sort of nine and a half minutes of that quarter. And But Port Melbourne made it look so easy to get down to that forward line. And it all started with a Sophie Locke tackle. 
and that inspired Port Melbourne and they just linked up so well coming down the wing. They got that, that ball in in the forward pocket and they converted quite comfortably. I hate to sound like a broken record, but it summed up the Bulldog season so far. I mean, they're going, they're trying, yeah. they're having a crack, but they just can't put it on the scoreboard. To I mean, if, if you think out of all their effort at this quarter, if they even came in with two goals, you go, okay, we're in the hunt, we're halfway there. It's just they just can't finish the job at the moment. They can't find a way between the big sticks. One out in the end by Kate Dudley, brought the ground, ball to ground for the Borough. Scrap on for it, trying to get their hands in there is Claire Diet. Umpire blows the whistle and says, I'll take the football back, please. They've got five of the top six leading disposal getters on the ground. The Bulldogs, Lily Condon and Eliza Morrison, both with 21 each game highs. So they're busting a gut. They're just, oh, just not getting the score on the board. And you just heard Brent Sternberg <laughs> just go, ooh, bang. That means that was a big hit. It's clear diet, I think, for the borough, is it? Who is human wrecking ball? to pick herself up. Umpire throws the football up in the air and away we go again. One out by Kate Dully who tried to go in with a fierce whack. Dargan waiting on the outside of the pack. If the ball can come out to her, it will not. And I think it's gone in when they'll lay the tackle. Waiting for the ball also is Talia Meyer. Got away from her because it was with Ramage. Almost at the back. Harlem Globetrotter style with a Kalia Peterson <laughs> who overran it and then got shoved into it. And the umpire says you'll get a resulting free kick for a whack in the back. So Akalia Peterson has the football just at the side of the centre circle, city side of the ground. She's going to sleep well tonight, Akalia Peterson, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, she, as, she, as long as that finger stays. Yeah, in. yeah, she's been battered and bruised today. And Alexa take on the play on the mark, goes for a run. Peterson going oh. inside, 50. Excellent. FedEx delivery. <laughs> That's what it is. Lucy Grocock now heading in. Emily Harley crashed the pack. Couldn't hang on to it. Bulldogs ball coming out of this. This time it's Maddie Marks. And that kick just went high in the air. She tried to punch it, miscued it. Freya Taylor was lurking nearby as well. The ball dribbles over the boundary line and out of bounds. 20 metres around from the left-hand point pass. And the Bulldog player has been left sick and sorry after that last marking contest. The trainers are out to her and the umpire is just calling a halt to proceedings. Just quietly, if Emily Harley is coming at you at full <laughs> throttle, you're going to end up in a bad way. Emily Harley has no brakes when she hits a contest. She hits it and hits it hard and fair. And we've got the double whistle, Pete. So that means the clock will stop. Just explaining the rules here in the VFLW. There is no time on straight 20-minute quarters unless there is a serious injury. If there is a serious injury, the umpires will blow the whistle twice, and that double whistle indicates the timekeepers to stop the clock. Getting up there, 41, Nikita Wright. And she is in the hands of the trainers. And let's just hope it was a case that we had during the Hawthorne game, uh, a player just being, having the stuffing knocked out of them, and they were good after like a few minutes' wait on the bench. Nikita Wright coming from the ground in the hands of the trainers here at Northport Oval. Teams move to their huddles as well while they remove Nikita from the ground. It'll be interesting to see who this little stoppage advantages. Does uh, Port Melbourne figure out a play, how they can set up here in their forward 50, or does it give uh, the Bulldogs a chance of a little bit of a breather after being under some fire from Port in that last 60 to 120 seconds? We'll wait and see. We're going to have a ball up after all of this, a ball in, I should say, in the left forward pocket for Port Melbourne. And Nikita Wright comes from the ground with a trainer under each arm, clapped off by Phoebe Chisholm and eventually replaced by young Phoebe Chisholm, who goes deep into defence for the Bulldogs. They've got some more defending to do. Harley's taken this one out of the ruck. Didn't want to go on to the left, so she's doubled back by hand. Looking for Sophie Locke, who's dragged the ground in a really good tackle. 
by a couple of Bulldogs, in fact. One of them in there, that was Gemma Webster, I think. They're going to have another ball up, about 40 out from goal. Port Melbourne still in attack, leading by 25 points. We've played nearly 13 and a half minutes in quarter number three. Knocking it out of there, Morrow. Here's uh, Schneider. Wanted a free kick for holding on. Umpire said play on. Webster. Oh, that's an ugly kick, and it's gone out on the full, and that was Chisholm. And it's going to be, well, Emily Harley was nowhere near oh, that no, ball. No, she's been forced to give it up to Bramage. Well, Ramage has given it to Harley, and Harley off two steps. He's not going to be able to work that one back to the goal square. Wilson there for Port Melbourne, knocked it to ground. Three Bulldog players trying to knock it away from Sophie Locke. Can Condon run onto it? Condon one way, Harley the other. Harley won the football. Handball just missed to Gleria Cade. Bulldogs <laughs> with plenty of numbers back there, but they're all over the place. Condon to Schneider. Schneider lost a handle on it. There's Chisholm, boot to ball. It's a bit better than her last kick. Taylor overran it. Hack kick there from Schneider. Straight to Naley Borg, who's having a flying shot at the goal. Doggies whip numbers back, and it's Eliza Vale, not for the first time today, taking an important grab and sending the Bulldogs to the outer side. And she tried to hit up McLeod. Just went through her hands, but managed to get it back off the bounce. McLeod now puts it out towards centre wing on the city side of the ground. Chasing after the footballers, Margaret Purcell Ooh. gets there, manages to duck the tackle, then gets on the right boot, long and up the line to go inside 50. Delgado brought the football to ground. Barton lurking nearby. Got har harassed off the football by Delgado. The cavalry arrives. That's Purcell. One step kick towards the top of the goal square. Getting back there is Nayali Borg for the Port Melbourne Borough. And she'll relieve the pressure. And she looks to get to Freya Taylor at full stretch. Drop the footy. Has some time to collect herself. Couldn't quite control the football. Then managed to uh, pick it up on about the third or fourth go. Gave off the hand pass. What Long kick. running kick up Oof. the line. Trying to find Beth Wilson. Up against the boundary line. She's being pursued though by Xanthos. Going in there is Sophie Locke. Immediately wrapped up by Lucy Schneider. And the umpire comes in and says, I'll have the footy back please. And we'll get some thoughts from Toby Hansen. Yeah, well the Bulldogs, they, uh, they've just got to... They've just got to know then the football smarts to be able to pick out their plays. They just had a hack kick into the forward line. It's cost them a goal again. Trying to go off the ground is McWeeny on that occasion over around the football. And ball hits the deck again. Sophie Locke watching on. Also watching on Gemma Webster. And both umpires, the non-officiating and the officiating, came in and both said uh, that's in the back. And that's a Courtney Bramage free kick going against Lily Condon. So Bramage elects to play on, runs down the central corridor, gets on the right boot, heading in the Emily Harley direction, just cleared away grab. from her and taken by Maddie Marks at the halfback flank. Yeah, tracked it well and showed great bravery. That's a brave kick as well. It's not going to come off, although well done there by Vale to bring it to ground. Handball to a teammate, calling for it back, Vale. She won't get it. Bibby, that's not her best kick, although dropping the mark was Davey. Trying to get away from the Bulldog tackler. Handball to no one in particular and sliding in on hands and knees was Xanthos. And then Xanthos threw it to Purcell. Purcell, a nice take with the two fingers. Handball back to Bibby. Bulldogs inside 50. It's all red and blue in there on hands and knees. Davey can't get to it. Handball away there by uh, Freeman. Missed Sandrell. Davey now for Port Melbourne, kicking clear. That might be coming back. Purcell again, dropped the mark, but butted up quickly. Vale a long way up the ground. Was she held on to? Umpire said no. Chloe Locke, haven't seen too much of her today. Handball back to Davey. Davey a short kick out wide. Can Dargan go and get that one? No. Out by Lasso. Bulldogs to take over. Just forward of the wing, between wing and left half forward. Port Melbourne 4-3-27. The Doggies two behinds. Kicking comes centrally. Oh, what's Louise Bibby doing there? Indecisive. Chris Gurgle out very wide. 
That's a better kick, and here's Gemma Webster centre-wing out of side. And she's just looking around what to do. Will she go down the line? Yes, she will with a short little kick. Worked out okay, managing to spot up Talia Meyer. Going for a run now. They got coming in, boy. They've got a two-on-one situation. Maddie Marks dropped it, got it back again. Got around Harley, kicked it inside oh. 50. Was trying to find the target, and Sandra, the ball got cut off. Borough football, and they're going to swing it around quickly. Then it might be Claire Diet with a footy. Indeed it is, off the halfback flank. Looking for Sophie Lockett, floated in the breeze. Phoebe Chisholm spoiled behind at the last moment. Lucy Grocock, hand pass across to Sophie Lock, who drew the player. Gave off the running handball. Just cutting through the middle there like a hot knife through Butter Madison. Sure, but Eliza Vale put her on an AFLW list, somebody. Yeah, that was well done by Louise Bibby as well, who just got rid of Winbanks. And short now to Chisholm. Chisholm going back to Vale. Vale takes the mark inside defensive 50. Elects to go towards the city side of the ground with the switch. It's on and managing to spot up the football. Xanthos in front of the scoreboard. Under two minutes remaining here in this third term. At Northport Oval, the kick though falls short of the intended target. And the umpire says it's in the back. Bulldogs free kick. Score check, Port Melbourne 4 3 27. Bulldogs two behind. Free kick to be taken there by India Barker. Couldn't find the intended target. Well done there, Diet. Dargan can't break free and then handballed it straight to Webster, who hit it running. Webster kicked to the outer side. McWinney led Sandrell up to the football and took an important mark. It's been a good battle today between Zoe McWinney and Mary Sandrell. Nice kick down to the captain, and here's Claire Diet, who will be able to open up on that left foot and send. Port Melbourne inside 50. Never really got the run at that one. That was Stutt. Good defending there by India Barker on the outside of the boot. Plenty of territory on the kick, but Port Melbourne set up well back there. Oh, an untidy handball from O'Keefe. Into the middle of Northport Oval it comes, where Xanthos ran onto it. Bumped as she kicked right in the uh, centre circles now. Here goes uh, Akela Peterson. Just went at Lucy Schneider instead of the football. Those two toil away now. Davey trying to duck out of the tackle. Gave it to Bramage. Bramage to O'Keefe. O'Keefe smothered there by uh, Webster. Bramage back over it for Port Melbourne. She's jumped on. She'd want to get that out, Courtney Bramage, or she might be in trouble. Still it's underneath Courtney Bramage. And the umpire says, gone. And a holding the ball decision comes eventually and the free kick to be taken there by Madison Kateralos. She'll go towards the half-forward flank position, looking for Emily Harley. It bounced off her defender, didn't go with the kick, went with a hand pass instead. Barton under pressure from Delgado. Barton still going, Delgado went to ground. One-step kick around the corner by India Barker is away to the right-hand side and will register as a minus score. Western Bulldogs three behinds, Port Melbourne 4-3, 27 as we've just ticked past 20 minutes here. And of course, remember we had the injury time. And that means it was a very short injury time by the look of it. I've forgotten about it, I think. And that signals three-quarter time here at North Port Oval. Port Melbourne 4-3-27. Western Bulldogs three behind. Goal kickers for Port Melbourne. It singles to Sophie Locke, Lucy Grocock, Beth Wilson and Sarah Dargan. Time to get the stats, I think, for who were the players racking up the touches for Port Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs respectively and once again we go to Toby Hanson. Yeah well it's been uh, an interesting game of football Port Melbourne they're, they're well and truly on top Sophie Locke uh, she's at 18 disposals for the Barclay Diet at 15 and Caleb Peterson at 14 they're the best three for the home side but the Bulldogs they're the ones who are getting most of the footy a big chunk Elizabeth Vale I think uh, I think if 
an AFLW list isn't going to pick her up. Maybe a maybe an MPL side or an A-League women's <laughs> team might because she's had 25 disposals and she's had 12 marks inside of that. Condon as well, she's picked up 22 Elizabeth Morris. Uh, sorry, Eliza Morrison has picked up 21. It's been... Uh, Bulldogs have had a big chunk of the footy, 57% of the possession today. Brent? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh Toby, I was just going to say, one goal in that quarter to Port Melbourne, one goal straight, and uh, the doggies just the one behind. We might get some of the uh, overall team stats as well. 251 disposals for the Bulldogs, 189. I'm just going to try and do some quick maths. That will be uh, plus 62 uh, in the disposals. Inside 50s, really even, 27-24. It's Port Melbourne's way. 21-16 in the hitouts, Port Melbourne lead, and they lead the clearances as well, but again, it's tight, 16-14. to 14. But uh, again, the story of the day for the doggies, no reward when getting it inside forward 50. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on WARFradio.com, VFLW.tv, and live to the ground on 89.1 FM. It's Port Melbourne 4 3 27, leading the Western Bulldogs three behind at three quarter time. The commentary of the game you're currently listening to is from the volunteers at Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. Founded in 2014, WARF Radio is not just here to provide a professional call the women's game deserves, but also provide important experience for those wanting a career in sports media. If you're a past or present women's footballer or coach or a media student and you'd like to give football commentary a try, visit warfradio.com and click on volunteer. That's warfradio.com and click on volunteer. No matter what your age, most of us play sport when we were young and there was always one thing that made you want to disappear into the corner or even give up your chosen sport. And that was when somebody on the sideline hurled abuse at either you or a teammate or an official. These are things that make sports so painful for so many kids and the time has come to stop it. I'm Usman Kawaja from the Australian cricket team. My message is a simple one. Let kids be kids. Let them enjoy their sport. Find out more at playbytherules.net. You need to get a booster to stay up to date with your COVID-19 vaccinations. Boosters are now approved for everyone 16 years and older, three months after your second dose. Boosters increase your protection against becoming very sick or dying from COVID-19 and are available through your GP, pharmacist or other healthcare professional. Book your booster at australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Secure transmission for your ears only. <clears throat> Good day. Today, more than 110,000 Australians live with a blood cancer. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to join the Leukaemia Foundation and a crack team of registered shavers from around the country to kick blood cancer's tush. We call it Mission Possible. Sign up to shave at worldsgreatestshave.com. This ad will now self-destruct. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day! Here on WARFradio.com at the Grand Delay Free 89.1 FM and on VFLW.tv. It is the VFL Women's Match of the Day. It's part of our double header today. Port Melbourne 4 3 27, leading the Western Bulldogs three behind at three-quarter time. You've got Peter Holden, Brent Sternberg and Toby Hanson with you. Winners today, we already had the Hawks beating the Southern Saints. We called that as part of our morning game. North Melbourne finally beat Darabin for the first time. Casey defeated Weemstown. We also had Geelong defeating Collingwood. 
and also Essendon over Carlton. And this game at the moment, the odds certainly in favour of Port Melbourne. And just a friendly reminder for those joining us, there is no VFLW next week. We are having an Easter break and then the competition returns the following week for round nine action, including just quietly a big game on Saturday, April 23rd, the Anzac Day weekend, Essendon and Collingwood out at the hangar. It'll be an interesting one, won't it? We're just, uh, we've been singing the praises of young uh, Lily Condon. She's got 22 disposals. That's the second best on the ground. Seven clearances, which is the best on the ground. So uh, an outstanding little player there, Lily Condon from the Greater Western Victorian Rebels and the Darley Women's Football Club. She averaged a, a tick over 23 disposals and kicked a couple of goals in eight games for the Rebels this season. She's on debut today and she is killing it. Toby? They put Tara Delgado down there. That didn't work. Now what do they do? Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think the Borough have Bulldogs' number today. I think they're well and truly home. I think it's just now get through this game if they want. Put the put the foot on the throttle. But um, yeah, they well, tried. They 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 had a go with Delgado down forward, but uh, they're, they're a bit well, short for the big numbers. Well, Eliza Vale's been ringing the ball well all day across the back line. I mean, if you're down, you're playing Lancey second last. Roll the dice and throw her in the yeah. forward line and see what happens. I mean, what have you got to lose, to be honest? Exactly. 24 points with only a quarter to play. It might be the way to go. So Port Melbourne by 12 at quarter time, 19 at half time, 24 at three quarter time as we get set to go here in the final term. They're on their way to their second win of the season, the Borough. But again, it's the Bulldogs who win it from the middle. There's Eliza Morrison, a beautifully placed kick. And out to meet it is Lucy Schneider, who's tried hard again for her side today. Kick into the pocket, and here comes Delgado. It oh. bounced right off her chest. That might have collected a bit of her chin as well, I reckon. Barton, here's Lisa Davey. Peterson just waiting for it to come to her. Ran into a little bit of trouble. Fed a handball through for Chloe Locke, who's into her final quarter as a Port Melbourne footballer. Kick to the broadcast wing. Off the couple of hands of Bulldog players, and Dargan, and the door ahead is open. Kick towards the forward 50. She was crunched by Nikita Wright as she got rid of it. Bulldog player down the line, dropped the mark. Emily Harley has it at the top of the 50. She's going to come backwards and sideways back to Dargan. Dargan bombs away towards the teeth of goal. The players with the sun in their eyes. And they've done really well back there to get a mark out of Mel Freeman, who has it at full back for the dogs. Annalise Xanthos with the football. She elects to go with a pass towards the halfback flank position. And just spot up Nikita Wright. Right, you're bloody well right. <laughs> she has the football, halfback flank. Alex to go back from when she came. Oh. Oh, that's not a great kick. Very close towards the boundary line. Great harassment there by Beth Wilson for Port Melbourne. Gives off the hand pass. Crunched at the last oh. moment. Isabella Stardy was running through. And it will concede a minor score. 4-4-28 Port Melbourne. Western Bulldogs three behinds. For those that have just joined us, if you didn't hear the news during our pre-game show, Sean Bunkle confirmed that this is Sophie Locke's last game for Port Melbourne after being signed to Hawthorne AFLW and essentially will be put on the sidelines for Hawthorne ready for the next AFLW season. It could potentially be, well, you would suspect the final quarter of the season for Sophie Locke. As Port Melbourne go back into attack, steaming out of the goal square there. Grocock couldn't take it. Flicked out by Stutt. Eliza Vale stole it and she's going to kick it straight down the throat of Katie O'Keefe who marks it. 50 out from goal. Port Melbourne... Looking to really rub some salt into the wounds in the final 20 minutes here. O'Keefe sat it on the head of Wilson. No mark. Here's Dargan. Could have given it off and instead waltzed on in and kicked her second. And Port Melbourne are indeed now, it's a certainty, on their way to their second win of the season. 
over the hapless Bulldogs, who it's been a bit unfair to call them that. They've been OK today, but again, struggled to get the score on the board. Port Melbourne haven't. They've got five goals, 4-34, and the Bulldogs are stranded on three behinds, and they have been for a while, Toby. Yeah, they've been absolutely dominant today. The Western Bulldogs, they just they just can't find a goal in Port Melbourne. They just, uh, everything they do seems to be right, and... Second goal today from Sarah Dargan. She's had a good uh, she's had a good evening, rather. Yeah, kicked a couple of snags now. Sarah Dargan. We were mentioning Eliza Vale before. She's now the leading disposal get on the ground with 26. 26. It's give her a contract. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Five, four, 34. Port Melbourne three behinds the Western Bulldogs. As the umpire throws the football up in the middle of the ground and away we go again. One out on that occasion by Windbanks. Bramage chasing after the football, being beaten out on that occasion by Lily Condon. Condon goes to ground, Bramage goes to ground. Umpire circles between centre and centre half forward and he'll ask for the football back. So we'll throw it up with the Bulldogs attacking to left of screen on VFLW.TV. That is the Fred Cook end here at Northport Oval. One out on that occasion by Morrow. Brought the goal to ground. Oh, maybe Ooh. a little hand in the eye or loose uh, finger there on Claire Diet. She goes to ground and feeling a little worse for wear. Bramage gets buried into the turf. And the umpire says it's fair and there's we'll go for a ball up. And there's a Bulldogs player yeah, down behind player as well. Say, there's two players down back here that were involved in that contest. Air Diet, uh, Claire Diet might come off for uh, some eye drops, I think, in that eye of hers. And the player getting up for the Western Bulldogs is Gemma Webster, not feeling uh, all that flash either. Umpire throws the ball up in the air for Winbanks versus Morrow. Morrow wins it out for the Bulldogs, gets it towards the half-forward flag. Oh. Excellent take and turn by Condon. Goes inside 50, not much on there. Trying to fight for it is Talia Meyer. Meyer got brought to ground by Freya Taylor. Now quickly got back out to Lily Condon. The kick was smothered off her boot. Oh, this will be Lasso, rule free yep. kick going against uh, Madison Shaw. She went for the soccer job, but it went sideways. And that means a resulting free kick to Lucy Schneider. 52 metres out from goal. Says, I'm going to go long and I'm going to go towards the goal square. Nasty hook on the kick, like my golf swing. And it will be a free kick going the way of the bar in the back pocket. She turned around to the bench, Schneider, right in front of her own bench and trying to say, I didn't mean to do that. Maddie Shaw across the face of goal. And she's going to get it back here, Shaw, from Barton. Sorry, date. Uh, yeah, sorry, Maddie Shaw from Olivia Barton. Lovely weighted kick from Shaw out of the back line to hit Kayla Peterson. They were a bit unlucky with that kick out of the back 50. Port Melbourne only went out by about a half yard. Barton blasting one, great kick to the near side. Here's Emily Harley, moves it on on that left boot of hers. Here's Bramage, who's drifted into the top of the goal square. Kick out into the, or to the half forward flank, I should say. Dudley with pace to burn. Or maybe not. Wins the football, picks it up. Dragged down by Morrison. That'll be holding the ball. And Eliza Morrison, who's been one of the Bulldogs' better players, will have a free kick at left half-back. I dare say the message at three-quarter time for the Bulldogs was, let's try and kick a goal and try and win this quarter because we really do deserve it. Here's Morrison. Gee, they've got a number of left-footers in this team, the Doggies, don't they? That's uh, well done there by Morrow. A former volleyball. It kicked down the line. Oh, Schneider was brave, but then dropped the mark. Then got sat on there by Katie O'Keefe. Now that's not in the back, I don't know. Ball up, centre wing, broadcast side of the ground. It's Port Melbourne by 31 points. Umpire just makes sure who the nominating rucks are and then throws it up in the air for Dudley versus Morrow. Pedersen went without it, trying to get through as O'Keefe. Sky high with the kick at the moment, trying to force the spoil as Isabel Stutt brought the ball to ground. 
Ramaz was waiting for it, trying to go through his dagger. Umpire says throwing the football, free kick going the way of the Bulldogs, and it's going to end up with Margaret Purcell. We'll get some quick thoughts on Toby Hansen. Yeah, it's been Port Melbourne jumpers around almost every contest as the Bulldogs. Again, they've been strong off the half back and coming out of the back line, rebounding 50, but it's this half forward line where they are now. They just can't pierce it, pierce it through Port oh, Melbourne. Geez. Matty Marks goes in. There was a gang tackle on the Port Melbourne player who had absolutely no chance of moving anywhere in Freya Taylor. She's wrapped up. The player laying the original tackle, Lily Condon. Umpire with a very interesting mo. Throws the football <laughs> up in the middle of the ground. Dudley now at the Condon who gets dumped in the ground. Now that is that lasso. Or no. Oh, no, no, it was a free kick anyway off that ball going the way of Condon. So Condon, for cutting one too high, has the football. She's about 55, 60 metres out from home. Decides to go with a low spearing kick. Taylor nearly cut it off, went back in for the resulting tackle. Purcell wants to go in there for the Bulldogs. Condon kicked it off the carpet. Two Bulldogs players spoil each other. One of them trying to jump in there was Barker. Port Melbourne football through Dargan, who gives out the hand pass, gets back to Freya Taylor, who goes to Sophie Locke, takes the mark, plays on quickly with an indiscriminate kick towards centre wing. Wanted to kick it off the carpet as Xanthos. Xanthos went back in for second crack, couldn't pick it up to Gloria Kay, did and got it to Peterson. Peterson goes for a bounce and has a run through the middle of the ground, takes on the Bulldogs player, danced around her nicely, got on the right boot and went towards centre half forward. 50 metres out from goal, Wilson tried to swallow it, brought it down, gets herself involved in a rest and the umpire says it's going nowhere and we'll call for a ball up 52 and a half metres out from the Port Melbourne goal. I reckon uh, Kayla Peterson would have close to 250 metres gained this evening and that was her first bounce. Here they are from the stoppage. They're going to win it through Kate Adams. Handball to uh, Kayla Peterson who's turning and looking towards Bramage. It's gone beyond her now. Here's Sophie Locke who will run onto it at right half forward for Port Melbourne. Can she get away from the Bulldog player? Good tackle there by Chisholm. Bramage... It was Dargan tried to feed a handball forward to Bramage. Has that football gone out? Yes, it had. Bramage has beaten two Bulldog players to see that one out of play. We'll get a ball in just outside 50. Port Melbourne knocking on the door again. We've gone eight and a half minutes in this quarter. 5-4 is Port Melbourne. Three behinds is the Bulldogs. Just about 52 or three out from goal. Dudley got rid of Freeman. Locke had her jumper tugged. And she's going to come back for a free kick here for Sophie Locke. He's kicked a goal earlier today. In fact, their first goal of the day. This will be disposal number 22. She's the leading disposal getter for Port Melbourne amongst all the Bulldog numbers. Kick inside 50 is an easy intercept mark for Freeman, who is off and running. Straight down the gut she goes. Davies should be marking that one. Sandra adjusted enough to bring it to ground. Marks was there to get it for the Bulldogs and back to Freeman. Backing back, Chloe Locke, no mark. Now Delgado might be a chance here, although it favoured Chloe Locke the whole way. Handball to uh, Shaw, who was dragged down, holding the ball. Now, if she can get up quickly here, Sandral, relatively open forward 50. She's got a player right at the top of the goal square. It's Kateralos, who's reeled it oh, in. That's an excellent mark. Fantastic contested mark, 15 out. And surely the Bulldogs' first goal will come in the 10th minute of the final quarter. She just plucked that out of absolutely nothing. I'd probably two or three Paul Melvin jumpers around her and she's stood tall Madison, exactly what the Bulldogs needed sorry Toby Madison Katera lost from the Fitzroy Juniors football club kicked one goal on debut last week and from right in front to the Fred Cook end of the ground has hooked it and that's the day for the Bulldogs four behinds they are Port Melbourne 5-4-34 it's an even five goal game and disappointing for the doggies 
as the ball will be brought back in from fullback and Olivia Barton came at the Bulldogs player in Condon and got past her with a long kick towards the halfback flank. Pedersen kicked the ball off the ground, tried to bump her opponent McLeod out of the way. Bramage was lurking around, picked up though by Talia Meyer for the doggies. Her hand pass was picked off though from Taylor going oh. into Kayla Peterson, who was knocked away from her hands. Maddie Marks now gets it for the doggies, was getting pulled down, got a kick away. Mary Sandrell takes the mark and will be lining up the goal from about 35 metres out, 45 degree angle. Some thoughts from Toby Hanson. They've had all the momentum the last five minutes, the Bulldogs, and I think it's it's time that, it was probably time that last kick, but now this surely has to be time for a goal. The Bulldogs, they can't go goalless today. They've been too good. As we heard last year from Bonnie Too Good, they like to nickname this player Mary Poppins. So Mary Sandrell kicking for goal. We'll put boot to ball at approximately 36 metres out. Let's it ride to the right-hand oh, side. Bulldogs five behinds. Port Melbourne 5-4-34 past the halfway mark of the final quarter here on WARFradio.com and VFLW.tv. So make that four goals three on the season for Mary Sandrell now. As Lisa Davey goes short from the kick-in. And Port Melbourne have it in the left-back pocket through McWinney. That kick was looking for Barton, who's going to find it after it come to ground, although she's going to battle with uh, Chisholm. Handball up to Xanthos. Xanthos a kick back around the corner. McWinnie just waiting to see where it bounced, and it bounced right on the boundary line. She goes toe-to-toe now with Condon. Good win there by McWinnie. Sophie Locke. How did she get rid of that? Play on to the umpire. Ball goes in. Couldn't win the footy. Dog swarming. Schneider's kick went about two metres into the air. Didn't gain any territory at all. And now there's been a free kick pulled out of here for holding on, and it's going the Bulldogs' way against Sophie Locke. And Maddie Marks might be able to have a look at the sticks here from deep in the right forward pocket, right in front of the social club for Port Melbourne. Of course, it's got to be the case that possibly the most difficult shot's going to be the one that gets it. But Maddie Marks yet to kick a goal in her VFLW career. It's only two games old. She sent it to the goal square. Oh, it's a 50-metre penalty. Nice. And so Maddie Marks is going to kick the first goal of the evening for the Bulldogs. It won't be from deep in the right forward pocket. It'll be from the top of the goal square. I think that was encroachment over the mark. And so Maddie, Maddie Marks off one step, puts it through, and at long last, the Bulldogs have the first major. And you can't say that they haven't deserved it, Toby Hanson. No, she, uh, we did say that, Pete did say that, that she might have kicked the hardest one, but she got that... 50-metre penalty right into the goal square and kicked it elegantly, just stood over the football straight into the ATU sign at the Fred Cook end, and it's finally, the Bulldogs finally have one. They close this margin down to 23 points. It still won't be enough with eight, with eight or so minutes to play, but finally the Bulldogs go on. They've deserved it. They probably deserve more, Brent. But they finally got one. So Maddie Marks, this is her third VFLW game. I think I said it was her second a moment ago. It's her first goal. Another young lady from the Bendigo Pioneers. The Doggies are on the board. Port Melbourne, 5-4-34. The Dogs, 1-5-11. We've played 13 and a half minutes in the final term. And one out by Wimbanks, taken away here by Akalia Peterson. Wants to go towards the half-forward flank on the city side of the ground. Beth Wilson dropped it. Managed to get the hand pass, though, to Bramage, whose kick was immediately smothered off the boot. Went back in for a second effort. Courtney Bramage towards the top of the goal square. Comes off hands. Harley was trying to charge her way through, and it's conceded for a minor score by the Dogs. 5-5-35, Port Melbourne. Western Bulldogs, 1-5-11. 
And they'll kick the ball out of the back line very quickly. Oh, a player got nutmegged on that occasion. <laughs> and that was, uh, and that was the player back there was Louise Bibby. who was thinking, what did I do wrong to deserve that? Goes back in for another crack at it. It's up against the boundary line. Courtney Bramage chasing after it. Oh. Manages to keep the ball in play. The doggies as Vale runs over it. Sophie Locke tries to shrug off one tackle. Does so. Locke with a kick around the corner. Doesn't go through. It is now conceded now for a minor score. Beth Wilson was trying to get there to the front of the pack. Riley Chris Gurgle saw it over. 5-6-36 Port Melbourne. Western Bulldogs 1-5-11. Some thoughts from Toby Hanson. It just looks way too easy for Port Melbourne. They transitioned so well out of that centre clearance. And then again from that last behind. I know they were a bit unlucky with the nutmeg. And again, Sophie Locke, oh, a huge brilliant. mark. Drifting across the front of the pack. Not sure why she played on. Now she's tackled out of play. She's been holding the ball. Yeah, oh, normally they get a bit of luck when they go out of play. The umpire said holding on to the pill. I know why she's trying to take him on. She wants that second goal, so yeah. she gets to hear me say lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. No, I'm just joking, Sophie. We want to see you kick another one. Trying to break her way clear there. Good work by Short. McQuinney couldn't get a handle on the handball. And the ball's underneath the pack on the centre wing side. Centre wing position, I should say, on the Norm Goss side of the ground. So it's a 25-point margin for Port Melbourne on their way to their second win of the season. Is Mayo, who's wrapped up by Peterson. Got a handball into the path of Purcell. Nice-looking handball from Purcell. Bibby, Bibby to half forward is Sandrill. Looking good here, the doggies. Now Sandrill can kick it deep inside 50 and hanging on to that mark. It was a finger-tipper for the doggies. Matty Marks. Maddie does mark, and Maddie Marks can have another look from right in front, maybe just away to the right, 30 metres out. Not wasting any time, Maddie. She's going to get close to the player on the mark off about four steps. That looks pretty good. Oh, oh. into the stick, into the right-hand goalpost, and the Bulldogs will move along to 1-7-13. One, 1-6. One, wow, they put that up there quick. 1-6-12, yeah. Port Melbourne, 5-6-36. Here on WARFradio.com and VFLW.TV. And in the back line, Lisa Davey, her kick is cut off by Maddie Marks. Maddie Marks kicks around the corner. Had it momentarily was uh, with Lily Condon. Taken away from her. Borough football towards the halfback flank. Hand pass over the top for the running player and Lisa Davey. Lisa Davey now going up the line towards centre wing. And a turnover. Eliza Vale takes the footy for the Bulldogs, working her way up the ground. This time finding Gemma Webster. Getting dark here at Northport Oval. They've been digging the area, but they've still yet to install the new broadcast lights, which will come in in a couple of months' time. The kick up the line, close towards the half-forward blank boundary line. Lisa Davy tapped to the advantage of Beth Wilson, who coughed the football up with her kick, and just a little bit of cramp there for the player who took the footy, and Lucy Snyder. And she gets up. In fact, there's a Port Melbourne player down. Just keep an eye on that in the arms of the trainers. As the kick hurries inside 50, and it's taken by Kate Dudley, who gets back there for the borough. She's looking towards the Nom Goss stand side, thinking about the city side of the ground, and now says, I shall go to the city side of the ground with a bit of an ordinary kick, and it's a lasso rule out of bounds. Beth Wilson didn't get there in time to touch it before it went out. And that means Micra Purcell will have the resulting free kick. She is at the half-forward flank attacking left of screen. That was Lucy Grocock who was down for Port Melbourne, but she looks like she's okay. Forward come the Bulldogs. Sophie Locke, has she been paid that mark? No, gee, she touched it first. And the mark's been paid to Mary Sandrill, who has it 50 out from goal. 
Long ball towards the goal square. Delgado is there. Beth Wilson at the front. Off her hands. Here's a flying snapper. Goal Xanthos. Port Marcelin Melbourne footy. Yeah, Port Melbourne are claiming touched. But the Bulldogs finally get a call. They finally have something go their way. And a tidy finish around the corner from Annalise Xanthos, Toby. An excellent kick. And she was just uh, put into the game. She was on the bench as of 20 seconds before that kick. She was open by herself in that pocket, elected not to go to her and then run across and crumbed it like a good half forward. It's a 5-5, sorry, 5-6-36 Port Melbourne. The Dogs 2-6-18 now. Just quickly, Port Melbourne, we know they're back here next week. Well, they are Two weeks. In two weeks. I keep forgetting about the Easter break. Easter already. Yes. Port Melbourne at home in two weeks' time against North Melbourne, who won today over Darabin. They're at home against the Cats. And then Hawthorne. And then Casey, a rotten month coming up for Port Melbourne. The Bulldogs back-to-back home games against Carlton and Casey to come, so not much easier for the poor old doggies either. And we'll take with it Louise Bibby off the half-back flank for the Bulldogs. Took one tap along the ground, then went long with a kick. Kate Dudley does the spoiling from behind to stop Maddie Marks. But Maddie Marks, like a bullet, just zoomed in and nailed her Port Melbourne opponent and put her into the ground. And the umpire said there was no prior opportunity there, so I'll take the football back and have a ball up. And that's what he does. Dudley wins the tap again, was trying to find Bramage, couldn't get to her. Schneider wrapped up by Bramage. And once again, there'll be a case of no prior opportunity. And we'll call for a ball up. Nearing full time, Port Melbourne 5-6-36, Western Bulldogs 2-6-18 in the final game of VFLW Round 8 football. And it means the Western Bulldogs will remain on the bottom of the ladder and winless. The Borough, their second win of the year. Bramage lays a good tackle. And the umpire says, advantage paid. Oh, no, it wants to bring it back. Doesn't matter either way. That's all she wrote here at Northport Oval. The Port Melbourne Football Club send off Sophie Locke in the best way possible. As we said, Sophie Locke's last game for Port Melbourne today. She, of course, will now be spending time on the sideline at Hawthorne preparing for their AFLW season. The Western Bulldogs, unfortunately for them, they go to the Easter break winless. 5-6-36 Port Melbourne. Bulldogs 2-6-18. Goal kickers for Port Melbourne. Sophie Locke with one. Lucy Grocock with one. Beth Wilson with one. Two to Sarah Dargan for the Bulldogs. Singles to Xanthos and Marks. And Toby Hanson, you've got the stats breakdown. I do. I'll kick off with disposals for the Bulldogs, the away side. Uh, Liza Vale, 29 disposals. A big day Huge. for her. Uh, 12 marks as well. She was an absolute general down back uh, for the Bulldogs. Lily Condon, she picked up 25 disposals on debut as well. Uh, and then Maddie Marks, well, she picked up 24 in the end. A bit of a dark horse, that one. She, she bolted late. And then for the bar, Sophie Locke, 24 disposals, a goal, 10 marks, 5 tackles. Probably your best on performance, Pete and Brent. And a Caleb Peterson, 20 disposals as well. Breakout down for the teams, 150 to 200 in the way of the Bulldogs for the kicks. And then the tackles, it was even 53-55. Inside 50s and rebound 50s relatively close as well, just 3 and 4 apiece in that one. Well, they've found a couple of young players, haven't they, the Doggies, mm. in Matty Marks and, uh, and young Condon as well, who was absolutely dynamite from the word go. I wonder if um, they can maybe entice those two to stick around for the next couple of years. Or 
if they want to do that, they'll probably have to sign them up to their AFLW team, I think, because there's going to be teams come knocking for those two. So in the final quarter, it was Port Melbourne who kicked one goal, three, and the Doggies kicked, of course, both of their goals in that final term, two goals, three. So they actually did end up uh, winning that final quarter, which I have, I've no doubt that would have been the message from Kirby Bentley. In the end, it's an 18-point win for Port Melbourne. They got a couple of goals in the end, and I think they'll feel better about that score on the Doggies despite going down. Well, as we see the Port Melbourne side are coming off the ground and no doubt the woman that will lead them off. I wonder if she'll get chaired off. Let's see. Sophie Locke, the Seymour superstar in her last game for Port Melbourne. As we said, she'll now be on the sidelines for the second half of the season while she prepares for her uh, AFLW debut. When they do start the AFLW season this year, that is still to be confirmed once they do the CBA, etc. She's emotional, Sophie, as well. She's got her teammates getting to it, getting a big hug from the sister, Chloe. Hard to believe we're not going to see her again in the VFLW. I'm not sure we'll see her ever again, to be honest, at this level. As much as it's possible that, of course, that she could um, be, you know, playing in VFLW while tied to Hawthorne, yeah. we think someone like her talent is just going to be playing AFLW from here on end. And in the last game for the Borough, she gets cheered off. Sophie Locke, as we said, the third signing to Hawthorne for the AFLW program. A few tears in the eye as well for the Seymour superstar. And congratulations to her. She's going to be enjoying... I guess a very good Easter, probably eating as many chalky eggs as possible. <laughs> She's probably going to scoff down a world record amount because she knows straight after that her AFLW campaign begins. I was going to say her pre-season starts now effectively, yeah. but maybe just delay, <laughs> delay it for a couple of weeks while she gets into the, the chocolate and the hot cross buns. A fantastic player, Sophie Locken. She's coming to an AFLW ground near you, everybody. Have a look out for her. And it's, as we said, by the talent that we see today, hopefully out of the women that we saw on the ground, she is not the only one no, that we're picking no. up very shortly an AFLW contract. I can't believe she's not going to be in the yellow and black. <laughs> It was right under your nose. Grace Egan. Grace Egan was right under your nose yeah, as well. Jeez, Richmond, what are you doing? Sleep at the wheel. Great department. Great stuff, Sophie Locke, in her last game for Port Melbourne. She uh, led everybody in the red and the blue with the 24 disposals. Ten marks as well, Sophie, and quite a few of them really important to set marks. Five tackles and three clearances. But I reckon there's, uh, there's some things that the Bulldogs can take away from that one as well with uh, a couple of the young players that they've found. Toiled away. Got their couple of goals in the end, which they deserved but uh, their wait for their first win of the season will go on a little while longer. And goodbye to those that have been watching through VFLW.TV. Thanks for your company. See you in two weeks' time for Round 9 Football. For those on WARFradio.com, just about time for us to wrap up. You can hear the Port Melbourne girls singing the song loud and proud in their rooms. Just quietly, they might have a few sarsaparillas in the new Sandridge Pavilion building afterwards to celebrate their victory. A second win of the year for Port Melbourne. To be fair, it would be a very, very difficult job for them to get the required seven wins, which is another five wins, to make the finals. But there's probably at least still things, a few things they can look forward to on their campaign home. Would we say anywhere north of four wins for them, at least they can tick a few boxes considering the disaster they had to the start of the year? Yeah, well, they did, didn't they? With uh, all the injuries. Yeah, and don't forget the coaching mishap that they had as well, where they had uh, Sean Bunkle uh, come in after their initial coach that they signed uh, backed out after a week. So they were sort of always uh, behind the eight ball. I, I think if they could get the four wins, I mean, you talk about um, finals, they're going to have to get to seven wins. That would mean winning, what, there's six games left. They'd have to win five of the six. Yeah. Uh, and and that, but probably, realistically, have to win all of them to get into the finals. So that's not going to happen. Um 
as we as I mentioned uh, earlier, late in that final quarter, a bit of a tough next four weeks for them. But I think that they, they could potentially have another uh, couple of wins to come late in the season. But uh, I know we keep harp on, harping on about Sophie Locke, but they're going to have to do that now with their, their best player, basically. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, as we said, they, they, they lost Mal Kaiser and ACL at the start of the season with their main ball carrier. And then Sophie Locke started to grow and fill into that role as the Carlton Drafts come by from a good <laughs> man, Peter Bromley from the Port Melbourne Football Club. Peter, were you happy with that win? Yes, he yes, says. He says. This is yes. wearing the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and says thank you very much uh, to Sophie Locke for her absolute wonderful efforts here. Peter, we're going to catch up with you in about 60 seconds because we are wrapping up on air. That does us here. Toby Hanson, thank you very much for your efforts today. Thanks for having me, Pete. Go Borough. To Brent Sternberg for your effort doing a double header today, Hawthorne, and then here at Port Melbourne. Thank you, Peter. I'm going to go home and have, have an alcohol-free Heineken, I reckon, and watch <laughs> the Tigers tonight. And Port Melbourne, 5-6-36, defeating the Western Bulldogs, 2-6-18. I'm Peter Holden. We'll see you in two weeks' time when we're back for round nine of the VFLW. Footy! <laughs> you heard the man. <laughs>